0: I'm Brian Clark. Celebration Friday in the House.
1: The motion is adopted.
0: Passing the Inflation Reduction Act along party lines, the $740 billion package addresses climate change and health care, and ABC's Alexis says higher taxes will help fund it. Higher taxes on a number of
2: large corporations and the wealthy. They're bringing on 87,000 new IRS staffers to make sure there's no tax avoidance going on. But Republicans are beating back saying that's overreach by the government and that all, of, all Americans of all income levels could now be subject to more
0: intrusive uh, audits by the government. And some Republicans linked it to the FBI raid on former President Trump's Florida home. On Friday, documents related to the search were released showing that the Justice Department is investigating three possible crimes and that some of the 11 classified items taken by federal agents were marked top secret SCI. That is the top tier of sensitive information, and former Homeland Security Secretary Tom Bossert, an ABC News contributor, says Access to those documents by people who are not trustworthy could lead to the revelation to our enemies on who our sources are, who our spies are, how we use our technical collection capabilities. Those types of things can cause us to lose fragile intelligence sources. A grim update on the condition of author Salman Rushdie stabbed Friday in western New York. His agent said Salman Rushdie is now on a ventilator and cannot speak.
3: He will likely lose one eye. The nerves in his arm were severed, the agent said, and his liver was damaged in the attack prior to his lecture at the Chautauqua Institution. His family and agent were coming to the hospital in Erie, Pennsylvania, to be at Rushdie's bedside.
0: That's ABC's Aaron Turski. Federal agents were seen searching a home believed to be belonging to the 24 suspect in New Jersey, 24-year-old suspect in New Jersey on Friday. You're listening to ABC News.
4: Little,
0: little, little, little. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Mimu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots. Real to, to the, the left, to the left. The blind, to
5: the right. Now hands on the wheel. Hands on the Put 10 and 2 and you're
6: like a brand Only pay for what you need.
5: LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. God, I'm so stressed. Our business is growing. We've got people all over now. Uma. What is that?
4: Meditation?
5: I'm recommending Uma and their all-in-one phone, video, and collaboration solution. Uma. Yep, switching to Uma is a cinch. Just $24.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees.
1: Uma. Now you're feeling it.
5: Visit uma.com. that's O-O-M-A.com, to learn more. Uma,
7: smart communications for the smarter business.
0: Leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention, the world's largest Baptist denomination, say the Justice Department is investigating several of its entities over problems related to clergy sex abuse. There's concern polio could be coming back to the U.S. The virus was found in wastewater in New York City.
8: Was identified in New York City's wastewater after a case in the city's suburbs in Rockland County caused paralysis in a patient. Dr. Amy Arrington specializes in global biological preparedness and pediatric care. And says during the pandemic, we've
3: really put off those routine annual doctor visits, getting our boosters, getting our complete vaccine series.
8: And with the return of a disease once thought eradicated, Dr.
0: Arrington urging keeping
3: up with your your polio boosters and your, your vaccine schedule as a child.
0: Dave Packer, ABC News. And there are worries about vaccinations
9: worldwide. Concern from the World Health Organization and UNICEF after a report found that the pandemic fueled the largest drop in global childhood vaccination rates in 30 years. In Long Beach, California, Sandra Diaz is the immunization coordinator at the city's Department of Health and Human Resources.
10: All the routine uh, immunizations that includes hepatitis B, DTaP, polio, measles, mumps, rubella, which is the MMR, varicella.
11: Kids 6 months and older
9: can get a COVID vaccine and booster shots are available. For for those five and older. All the routine immunizations are available with a checklist for parents. Todd Ant, ABC News. This is
0: ABC News. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit, and it is amazing.
6: These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. <laughs> You're right! Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Sweeper, sweeper pet kit. Because
0: shed happens. Brian Clark, ABC News.
12: kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light? Yeah, that sounds good.
5: The fact that we're in the industry's research, like environmental and civil engineering, air quality, and water resources, More the fact that we're employing now some share of so CLC success. Well, the challenges get acquired up, and CLC's employees pride themselves in finding great cool solutions that solve unique problems for our clients. We're always creating, using our expertise to save these people's money and their capitals, and working on sustainable landscape projects, major centers. We the a question for is here. I'm to see you And I'm helping. close to family. Are you
10: Along With boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, supervised location with an experienced boxing sure. trainer. Team Pair Fitness order. from Moorestown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U., who will arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412 298 9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James. T-I-U, lawyer,
2: at gmail.com. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation 304-232-5300
9: Hello everyone from the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your weekend look for sun and clouds for your Saturday, temperatures in the upper 70s for daytime highs near 58 for the overnight low under partly cloudy skies Clouds hold strong for your Sunday with the chance of a scattered shower. Temperatures near 76 for the daytime high. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. <laughs>
7: And stack option service hotline call in or text 304 214 1600 866 514 1600. Also, tune
5: in radio app. You can stream it on watchdognetwork.com. What am I leaving out here? Text line 304 214 1600. Okay, okay. So that's,
13: now, that's pretty much it. Or oh, you can always say Alexa, turn on WKKX. All right, well, I'm not yeah, but that's because it does it in people's houses yeah. if they're listening.
7: we got a jam-packed show, but as you can see, Ross picked uh, Little Red Rooster by the Rolling Stones. Do you know originally uh, penned that song?
13: Wasn't it Johnson?
7: I thought it was uh, Willie Dixon. And I'm not I'm sure. not
14: sure. Somebody can
7: Google it. That's an honor of the Blues what... Fest. Every song today will be a blues song in honor of the Blues Fest. I was down there last night. And it was phenomenal as always. I sat with my friend uh, Mike Lee, had a little tent pitched, and the uh, basketball and football official. Uh, and we are back here. And anybody who doesn't understand the blues, um, it's just they always tell a story. Oftentimes about love lost, uh, financial ruin, alcohol, but mostly love lost. And it's a, it's a it's precursor
15: a, to country music. Right. Well,
7: the rhythm blues gave birth. To
15: yeah, all you, you need is a pickup yeah.
7: pick up truck and a, and a sick dog. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Don't diminish it. I'm talking nah. about country. We're, we're, no, we're it gave birth. The blues young. gave birth yeah. to some country, R and B, rock, and roll. And roll. Yeah.
13: A lot of the rock and roll contemporaries were influenced by old time blues yeah, artists, and,
7: and and also it's a strict and Ross. You can comment. There is a strict for the blues blues bars where they repeat the opening line my woman left me i won't see her no more my woman left me i won't see her no more then the story occurs a few, a few lines there and then they go back you know it's a strict, right. it's a strict uh type of it's really if you've never listened to it uh and really gotten into it it's really phenomenal well,
13: remember we used to get in arguments with huggins i don't want to like the blues it's a, you know, it's not the old style. I'm at the crossroads blues anymore. It's yeah. just not. These are the cutting edge artists that come to Wheeling. Right. The one people that are making a living, having to go from uh, um, show to show to show just to keep it going. You know what I mean? Let me get the phone. And uh,
7: we have a full lineup. We have Mike Florak already giving yes. me crap, irritating Brad Powell about his musical. Uh, Knowledge now with country and liking the Beatles individually more than the group. We actually have uh, Brad Powell in from Cincinnati that you know, landed a two, to the two, linked okay. to breakfast, okay. and we have Ross Johnston on the show. We'll have the new ball coach, nine thirty-five, Mike Kernick, Shady Side High School, and of course the dean of coaches, Hall of Fame football coach Reno Suckhage, of Steubenville Big Reds, and we already have a caller.
13: We do. It's Gene from. Ohio Parts Unknown, Coal Rain Ferry, he's not sure.
7: Gene, you got to give us time to catch our breaths.
15: Hello? I listen, I
16: listen to you uh, every Saturday. I know. And, uh, uh, I enjoy the show. But I do
7: have something for you, and I know you've got a schedule and all that. No, we have no schedule. This is an open segment.
16: Well, I, I, I found out something. I could not figure out why.
7: Alaska quit down in Shady Side. I could not, I know the guy. Uh yeah. Gene, that's Mark Kalenka. Um <laughs> well, okay. I, I know the reason, but that's we talked about it last week. That's something we were not a privy to talk about one way or the other. Oh,
16: okay. Yeah. Well I found out and I think it's terrible what happened to him. Okay. I just wanted to tell you, that's yeah, all Yeah, no,
7: no problem at all. Um you know how things are in this valley. Certainly you've been around uh you know, longer than most of us officiating, and your dad and everything. You know, you can tell five people in a, in a room whisper into their ear, and by good, by the time it gets to the fifth person, it's a completely different story. Um, but uh, there's a lot of rumors that are out there. Most of them are, you know, have it right, but there's a lot that have it wrong.
16: Well, you know, I found out the truth, so I just wanted to tell you. I'm not going to bring it up, but uh, I I I I was just shocked when I heard what actually happened. And this came from inside. Okay. Okay, have a good day.
7: All right, you too. Back. Mr. Powell, would you like to counter on that? At all? Yeah,
13: you blew his uh, scoop. Yeah, <laughs> I know, no, it's not. It's about decorum here. Yeah.
11: It's very simple. Uh,
13: Put the mic closer to
11: you. I, I've known me, geez, at least since I was in the <laughs> go out, you know, on his own and I hopefully we recognize we people from Shadyside in the Valley recognize everything he's done for this football program and uh, move on. That's part of the problem we all have is we just want to bash people and talk about people. Let's appreciate what he's done for the football and, and community and uh, people of the valley, this Shady Side I I'm I follow football programs throughout the state of Ohio and I can tell you this Shadyside is a top 10 program in their division and uh, that's tough that's that's tough to get to that spot and stay at that spot and and I'll say it, I'll probably upset some people but Shadyside has a difficult time getting high schools to play them here in the Valley and, and that's very unfortunate uh, I'm very familiar with the MAC which is the Conference out west, and a, a school named Coldwater, who was the perennial best team in their division. Uh, they play Division Seven schools, and that's because Maria Stein, Marion Local, and uh, those those schools in that conference are the best. And you get better by playing the best. And I wish the schools in this valley would would play Shady Side, um, but Mate M- did it right. He make competitors out of these these boys and uh i wish mate absolutely nothing but the best of luck
7: um and for the tally books um mape had planned to retire after last year okay he knew he lost a lot but he didn't want to leave the cupboard bear for the next person
13: right and, I, and he he would have built it up it quickly right
11: yes yeah. so it's uh, a
13: it's a bummer that what happened last year that they were at without the starting quarterback because that was the year i think they were and they they fought newer Catholic tooth and nail in that ball game last year. I thought yeah. that was the best shot they were going to have, and they were down to their third-string quarterback at that point.
7: Shady side is a tough place to coach, like I said, whether you win or whether you lose. And even when you win, it's not good enough because you haven't won enough. And this is echoed with the basketball coach. It's echoed recently with the baseball coach uh, who um, retired recently. So if you don't win, why would you want to coach there? You know
15: well, he raised the bar you know he yeah. he set the bar up high, and uh, he deserves credit for that, and also people forget that coaches are human sometimes you you know you say things that you, you you know regret or you say something on the edge, and everyone wants to attack you right away, especially when you've been successful. so that's something to keep in mind. Um, it's unfortunate in our in our world right now uh, with all the forms of communication that we have that things go out so quickly. Uh, news is spread before it's really confirmed, and uh, it's just a shame to, to see these kind of things happen.
7: Yeah, and May took over a great program. <coughs> side has a very proud tradition of football. And I'll go back to the early 50s, how tough it is, when Whitey Major was the head football coach. He was um, Roman Catholic. He hired my dad who was Greek Orthodox, who they thought when my dad was named George and he was hired, they thought he was English. But that be, they were trying to fire both of them before they even got a game. Uh, school board meeting, old Doc McCallman, who was tight with my uncle, Dr. Antalis, came in and said, enough of this nonsense. And, you know, that started, 50s, carried through with uh, the great 1954 undefeated team, uh, Whitey Major, and then Jack Berger kept it going, you know, great legendary coach down there. Then Whitey Major came back, went undefeated twice, Ty Fleming took over, P- program was on the downside, brought it back. He retired the first time. Coach Grinch took it over. They didn't do so well. Ty came back, resurrected it, got us to the state finals. Mape is longtime assistant who was at River with Flannery. People forget this and come back up and for the last thirteen years averaged about Almost nine wins a year with three losses. I think he might have only had one four and six season. That was. I uh, thought
11: it was five and. F- yeah, it was four and six. Four and six, and they made the playoffs. Six. Oddly enough. It, it, and the way I look at it is, is, uh, Five Fleming, my my neighbor, is is a Hall of Fame coach, and um, had immense success. And Mape Coach Alenka, uh took the program, in my opinion, to you know greater heights. So that should put things into perspective when people want to start talking and, and just appreciate, you know, what he's done. How many schools have packed crowds every Friday night? I mean that's just it's a community thing and, and he was the center of it. Yeah. So I, I, I think accolades have to go out to Coach Holinka and then we all now need to get behind uh, Coach Koenig and, and support. We're gonna
7: see we're gonna talk to Mike in a little bit. Um, of course we both, I went to school with his father, you did too, comes from a great tradition of football, his grandfather was a tremendous player at Old Palatine High School in the 50s, uh, Mike was a great quarterback, but you know, the thing is with Side, they're going to have a down year, they lost arguably maybe one of the top five athletic classes they've had in their existence, I can't go past 1952 but some great guys have been playing together for three or four years, baseball, basketball, and football will be down, and um with that getting, being said, at 9.20, we're actually going to um, <coughs> read the headlines of the Sunday News Register on Saturday. Uh, Brubaker retires from Lindsley swimming after 42 years. Bill Brewbaker called the goat of all-time uh, swimming coaches, and um, you know his accolades are right there, um, and Lindsley has been known for swimming. Brad, I remember, um, you don't remember this, you're too young, but Jerry Cart, remember Head, yes. he swam at Lindsley while I was at Shady Side, and it was award-winning. You, you could do that. Remember how Manny wrestled at Bel or whatever. Well, if we you didn't, didn't have a re- program, we didn't have a program. Yeah. Uh, Watson debuts for the Browns, the ongoing soap opera in Cleveland. He has now pu- publicly apologized to all the women at the massage parlors today <laughs> or yesterday. Yes. Did
13: yes. they go to the convention in Pittsburgh? Cleveland. <coughs> oh, Cleveland. That's right. Yeah, Cleveland. Sorry. That-
7: <laughs> poor poor guy.
13: The the irony of that.
7: He kept it under wraps all this time for a year, and then Barstool Sports breaks it. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes. about, right? I mean, yeah, everybody says all these is a publicity stunt. I said, this is a national convention of legitimate massage therapists. they got to set up speakers. they got to set up restaurant reservations, meeting halls, hotels. Uh, uh, ho- so exactly. just like two months ago, they decided, hey, we're going to move it to Cleveland. We need the publicity. <laughs> but, and they kept a pretty damn. <laughs> I'm sure the chairman of the board says, "Oh my God!" He looked down about six months ago and they signed to Sean, and said, "Oh my God!" How Truth is stranger than fiction That's sometimes. Right. That's right. Eighteenth uh, Ovac Hall of Fame banquet slated for tonight at Belmont. Uh, Doug Huff's going to come in and talk to us about that, and plus he has some pri- some surprise things to talk about uh, Coach Sakoch doesn't know he's on the air unless he's listening and to talk to Reno about so they go back that ought to be uh, interesting um, but we've had a lot of these um, uh, players and awards uh, people on here this year uh, so is anybody going to that banquet?
13: No, I'm going to the Blues Fest
7: so am I uh, but nonetheless you should attend I've been there several times I just don't have a um, Sometimes when personal friends get in, you right,
15: I, I have not, but I would love to.
13: It's it's actually okay. Yeah. Um, I went um, when Coach Montgomery, John Marshall baseball, got inducted, yeah. and it, uh, it's a couple three hours, a nice dinner.
7: I um, uh, I got a, By the way, uh, this I know he's listening because he missed last week's show. But longtime listener and uh, very close friend, dating back to kindergarten, Rudy Jovisic. Is recuperating. I wish them the best of health. Rudy, I know you're out there. Shoot me a text because you already called me last night about something. Uh, But that brings to mind the only problem with the OVAC, and you have run into the same problems when you're presenting that Barons Club dinner up there, right? They are given five minutes or ten minutes to talk on their speeches. Yeah. Okay. And the the people to talk the longest aren't the superstar coaches or players. It's these family members of deceased people that go on and on about <coughs> on and on about everything you know that makes um, you know just goes on and on I mean there's no enforcement unless they yeah, change. The,
15: the key to that like, I and haven't experienced that from, from running that dinner for so long uh, and this year we got out of hand with one of my college teammates ironically uh, you know we gave him the mic and he, he destroyed it a little bit but you have to hammer the people straight up. You tell them every single time that you talk to them, you put it in writing, two to four minutes, two to four minutes, two to four minutes. They have that clock in their head, and they do
7: You got You got to dude that way because he had about three or four minutes. He was yeah, quick. He but everybody, the other people, I said, dude, you can see they're well, talking, you know.
15: Well, actually, that, that year everything moved along. Huh? You know, so no, mo- yours yeah, moves along. Yeah, yeah, and and it's just being a stickler about everything else. The other key is start on time. If you say the dinner's going to start at 6 Start Hard right at six. Don't start Go it to. at six oh four because people get well. Oh, they're looking at their watch. Oh, it's going to start soon. Start it right at six.
7: And speaking of Hall of Famers, um, uh, going back to Rudy, when he got inducted, the the Civic Center was under construction, so they had in this tight banquet room up at the McClure. And I'm telling you, these people went on and on. And Rudy gets up there, and he says, "Short and sweet, folks. Thank you, committee." Congratulations, Ty Fleming got in as a coach. Thank you all. That's it. I'm done. He got a standing ovation. <laughs> oh, I'm and sure. It, and it, people don't even know. I mean, people just rose up and <laughs> clapped. And I hope that sent a message. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> sure. So uh, again, if you're out there, Rudy, give us a text. Hopefully, you got a radio where you are. So, um, and what else we got going on locally? Uh, I don't know. Um, are there any football scrimmages going on? There's a out? bunch Coach, of scrimmages scrimmage. going on today. John yeah, Marshall and Belair's today. In fact, Coach Koenig, if you read the tweet, was going to come on at ten ten. He called me at breakfast. He said, I forgot i got to go down to scout Belair, which speaks as preparation. I don't think we play Belair until week seven or eight, uh, but he's going over there. So he's going to come on at 935. So in the world of Major League Baseball, we have to acknowledge that there is a Major League team in our vicinity.
13: Somewhere. Yeah, the yeah. wild things are doing pretty good, aren't they? <laughs>
7: yeah. <laughs> good one. Man. Pittsburgh is 45-67. They won last night. They won last night, 17 games out of first. Cleveland is now in first place, one and a half games up, one in the loss column with a team that might as well be teenagers playing. I mean, Francona is amazing. The whole
15: playing. organization. Yeah, top to bottom, yeah. the Indians do it the right way. They've just had that reputation for
13: a long, long time. Let me ask you about the Pirates. They're 22 games under 500. You said. Uh yes. If they maintained that the rest of the year, would you con with all the changes and all the young kids playing? Would you consider that a stepping stone for them, well, or just can, another horrible season? Well, considering
7: that, um, you know, they would have a hard time winning the the Triple A International uh, yeah. League. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say this. I would have to say it's a work in progress. I'm
15: going to have to say this one more time about the Pirates. They're playing for 24-25 season, whichever one it is. The cupboard was so bare when this current regime took over that they had nowhere to go but up. And yeah, if you yeah. go 10 years with the previous regime, not drafting and developing a catcher, not drafting and developing a left-handed pitcher. You're picking first every year. Yeah. That's the first thing that you look for. But then all those good arms and the talent that they had that are flourishing in other places – how, how do you not hold on to those guys, and how do you not make them better? Like, right. you know, Charlie Morton's a classic example. He's throwing 92, right. for the Pirates with well, that sinker and all that, and he goes out, he's throwing 98 now. Right. L- look, you know, you, you, I
7: agree with you, and you got to spend money to win, okay? The Nuttings uh, put their money in a nice place. They bought a big whiskey company called Wiggle Whiskey, which is some, I don't know what that is, you know, with their luxury tax money that they save or whatever and Seven Springs and all that right. stuff. I, I agree with you 110%. Uh, you either do it the Indians' way for small market, you build it up over three or four years, compete for a couple, then strip it all down to stay financially viable. Uh, Brad, any so, – co- oh, go ahead. I'm, yeah, sorry.
15: Here's, I'm sorry. Here's the other thing about the, about the Pirates. Nothing's an easy target. Okay, yeah. they, they're very, very frugal. Uh, you know, it's Spend nothing, they, win nothing. Well, if you go back <laughs> to the 13, 14, and 15 seasons when they had a chance and they were in the playoffs – he went out and got, you know, like some pieces. Marlon Bird, um, uh, Justin Morneau, some, you know, a couple piece hitters. Uh, Clint Barmas played infield, short up their infield. Also got J.A. Happ that yeah. helped get them over the hump the one year. I think it was in 15. Then they could have signed J.A. Happ for $12 million, which wasn't a lot back then. And they said, no, they let him go to Toronto and right. he won 39 games in the next two years Yeah. the Blue Jays. So. They, they did go out when they had a chance and try to spend some money. Um, but but now I think they're just tearing it down, and, and just they, they just
16: blew up the whole care. thing. And it's and just going to happen again. Any,
7: any comment on, on your hapless Cincinnati Reds who are actually in last place one half game ahead of the Pirates, meaning an oxymoron behind the Pirates?
11: Sir, they are not my Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I'm still a Pirate fan. Do oh, you
4: like the Reds? You go to J. I do.
11: I do. And I have very good seats. It's a great experience. Uh, we just went. What's the attendance like? Uh, it's a baseball town. Great. Yeah. Uh, that's what I I mean.
13: went, They I love just, baseball I went in Cincinnati.
11: I went to yeah. see them play the Mets. And, um, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, last week uh, we went. Um, it was it was packed. Yeah. And it, it is a baseball town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but That's like Steeler football here. Yep. That's right. how much of a following the Reds have. The, the, the play is bad. Even the, the good teams that came in, um, it, it, they're just levels down. It, it, that's the only way I can say is it's just not very good.
15: Where they spent their money on some of those big contracts they gave out? Like today, who was the guy that pitched a no hitter? What was a home,
11: home? What was his name? Homer. Uh, yeah. Bailey. Homer
15: Bailey. I mean, he. You know, that was a guy who had a real good year or two, and they just spent yeah. millions and millions on. All right,
7: mother, wait, Ross, let's get our clock that's straight man. here. I got 9.30.30. What do you got?
13: 9.31.40.
7: Okay, well, let's go. Let's take a break. We'll be back with Coach Kernick in a few minutes. Thank you all for coming.
13: I hope you like this version. Yeah,
7: okay. it's good. <laughs> this sounds like the mother waters. Don't What What a What a word. Open it up. be a son
11: of a gun.
16: That doesn't make
13: like the blues. All the world know
5: You know
13: I'm here.
8: visit us at KellnerLaw.com. We'd like to help. The
5: possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially for more of the parts of the world who have two and four sugars at high risk. That's why I say that the scan can be a little scary and then the output of the, the OCT scan that can
8: represent seriously injured people and understand their problem, we know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gillnerlaw.com.
5: We'd like to help
9: Hello, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your weekend. Look for sun and clouds for your Saturday. Temperatures in the upper 70s for daytime highs. Near 58 for the overnight low under partly cloudy skies. Clouds hold strong for your Sunday with a chance of a scattered shower. Temperatures near 76 for the daytime high. Have yourself a great day, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster. up your cleats, it's time for the Saturday morning sports huddle. Brought to you by Paul Harris at Harris
5: Law Offices in Wheeling.
7: Alright, welcome back to the second segment. Of course, this is the Blues Fest theme. That was the great Howlin' Wolf with Smokestack Lightning, a young Hubert Sumlin with that great riff that you can never forget. And he played at the Blues Festival about 10, 12 years ago. He's passed now. And I believe on the air we have Coach Mike Kernick, is that correct? The new head ball coach at D Shady Side High School. Uh we have you talked to Ross, we have Mike Florak, uh former OU baseball player, Youngstown State uh baseball coach and studentville Catholic alum. And we have another character you may or may not know of Brad Powell in the studio. <laughs>
15: Why are you
9: laughing, Michael? <laughs> I don't like to know that guy. <laughs>
7: yeah. Hey Mike, um, you know, I, I like to go back to roots and um obviously um you know, I remember I was a little young, but I remember my dad, who coached football in the '50s, talking about your grandfather and what a great football player he was at the old Powhatan uh, High School.
17: Yes, yes. Uh, my my grandpa Kernick, um Mike Kernick, graduated from Powhatan High School. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, have heard numerous stories about him and his brothers. You know yep. what tough guys they were and how good they were at football and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's always it's always fun to hear those stories and, and think about how those guys wore back in.
7: You know, um, now we can go right to you. You're a great quarterback. I guess we'll skip over your dad, Mike, if you're okay. <laughs> if you're okay with that, Brad. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> hey, listen, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, everybody's got their own version, and we're not going to go into it. Uh, but you are, within the last two weeks, unbeknownst to you, the new head football coach. Uh, with very little anticipation of this burden being dropped on you, and I know what it's like to grow up in this town, and I know in that town, and I know what people are like, and I just want to tell you, and Brad said it earlier, um, we wish you nothing but success and the support, and uh, I just like to know you got to get your kids mentally and physically ready. What was it like for you to transition from a long-time, outstanding offensive coordinator? quarterback that you were to head coach with very little warning that this was going to happen.
17: Well, I, I appreciate the, uh, the support, everybody. Um, it, there's, there's no doubt there's been a learning curve. Um, <laughs> there, there's some new things that I'm not accustomed to, some new things that our, our new assistant coaches are not accustomed to that we're transitioning into. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, <laughs> we, we always get great community support. We live in a wonderful community. Everybody's helpful. Everybody wants what's best for the kids. And that, that's everybody's main focus. That's, that's us as coaches, our main focus, and our community. And over the last couple weeks, I could not be more proud of how focused
7: the boys on this football team are and how hard they've been working. I, we couldn't ask them to do more than what they're doing. Well, I you know, I personally think it's it's changed a lot since your dad and Brad and my generation. I think it's a tough town to coach in when you win, let alone when you lose. But I know your attitude, I know you're a positive guy. Uh tell us a little bit about this coaching staff that you've had assemble kind of on the fly. What do you got? Who do you got
17: down there? Um, well right now on, on the varsity staff with us we got uh uh, Coach Ziggy Campbell is doing the defense. Um, and then you've got James Edwards working the special teams. Um, Coach Randy Merriman's is helping with the O-line and D-line. Um, you probably remember uh, this name. Uh, Zeke Merriman is helping with the defense and helping with the O-line and uh, linebackers. And then you got, um got, um, I'm sorry, Mason Van Ness. <laughs> Mason Van as you guys remember him from last year, I'm sure.
7: Sure, he's been on the show, uh, sure.
17: Yes. He, uh, he wanted to help this year, and <laughs> we are thrilled to have him around. And it really, uh, having those young guys around, him, uh, Alex Krupa, sure. is, is an ex-football player here. Yep. Um, and we also have uh, Paul Robinson,
16: who's helping out with the varsity staff. And you got uh,
17: Kurt Glasser. Oh okay, yep, yep. okay. And you know, bunch of um bunch of ex football players that played here at Shady Side, um that you know, are, are gonna be positive around the kids and, and, and get the kids excited and, you know, help them help them adjust to everything.
7: We were talking earlier, you know, you lost uh the graduating class, maybe one of the you know I've seen several in my time. One of the top five athletic classes around, and I remember uh, when uh, Coach Fleming, guy you know, well took over in the uh, preview. You know, had him at five and five, uh, which he felt. I think he no had him at four and six, and he said at the time I was young, and actually my cousin John was his quarterback then. His first year they went five and five. He said, you know, you can't, you don't want to be called out for eight and two or nine and one. You know, you want to be called out for what it is, and um, I think you're you're taking over a team that, you know, like I said, is losing a lot of all-star players. My goodness, and you got to you you have to work on their psyche. The leadership. It's nice to know the Masons back there, helping yes. and uh, to do that. But like I said, physically you got to prepare them, but mentally with this change and the the loss of so many good athletes, mentally you got to get them psyched up. Yes. Yes. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, one, one more guy. I do not want to uh, forget the guy who's going to be like kind of
17: helping out in the weight room, and he's he's been helping on the sidelines forever. Is Cameron Kambansic too helping coach? Okay. Um, but yeah, um, you know, the, the thing, the thing at Shadyside Side here, we're we always have good athletes for whatever reason, and, and I think I think the big reason for it is is that these kids are willing to do. Whatever is necessary to to be as good as they can possibly be, um, you know. It, there's there's no doubt we you know we lost some guys from last year, but the guys that are going to be playing this year have experience. They all played last year. It's it's not like it's not like the guys on the field this year don't know what they're doing. They uh, they know what is expected of them. They have plenty of experience. They know what to do. What it comes down to is you know hopefully. <laughs> us as coaches can put them in the best position we can put them in so they can be successful. So, you know, and <laughs> I've learned, I have, and all of us coaches on the staff have learned a lot from all of the coaches that we've coached with in the past. And hopefully we can use all that to the best of our abilities and make these pitch successful.
11: Hey, Michael, it's Brad. Um, yes. A couple of questions for you. Uh, first of all, I didn't hear – Who was going to be the quarterback coach
17: and/or offensive coordinator? Um, Offensive, I'm I'm going to be calling the plays. Okay. And then um, quarterback coach. Quarterback coach, I'm working with the quarterbacks. Um, Cameron Kabanzick's helping working with the quarterbacks.
11: Okay. uh, But the next question I have is, uh, in following Shady Side Sports and kind of knowing you and your uh, yeah i, I don 't know of a harder worker that I have seen athletically than you. How are you um, teaching your kids that work ethic? I, I, mean, you, I mean I know we, we we do a lot of uh, coach talk and coach them up and but how how really are you getting those kids to have the work ethic that 's necessary uh, in order to succeed
17: well you know and I, I have. I have my parents to thank for, thank for that, you know. Um, growing up, I was just always taught to do your best and work hard, and, you know, what happens happens, and all you can do is do your best. And oh, well, that your your is mother was homecoming.
7: All right, all right. Right, right,
17: <laughs> right. What you remind her of all the time.
7: Oh, geez. <laughs> hey, Coach, Coach Florak, Flora, excuse me, has a question yeah. for you.
15: Co- Coach, uh, you lost some talent from last year. You've been through uh, changes, but it's still – the tradition of Shady Side football, and you yeah. know as well as anybody, sometimes it's not always uh, the most talented team that, that goes to the state finals or whatever. Is there a sense of optimism, or there uh, uh, has there? Uh, what kind of messages are you sending that you know there's a there's a bar here? Even though we lost a lot of talent, what kind of messages are you sending to this current team that there's uh, to quote one of my uh, least favorite uh, football coaches? There's a standard. Uh, there yeah. for Shady Side football.
17: What kind of message is well, well, sending to Well, and it's it's the same message that has been pretty much instilled into this football program for a long mm-hmm. time now. Mm-hmm. You know, the standards high. We expect a lot of these kids. They know we expect a lot of them, and they know how these kids on this team know how important football is to this town, and how you know every everybody wants to be involved. They know that they're representing not only themselves. But they're representing the entire community, and I mean, it's <laughs> a great answer. The community, yeah, yeah the, the community, it gets so excited, and you know, and it's so emotional about it because everybody cares about it so much. That's yeah. awesome.
7: I I got to say, you know, I, I learned this morning when you called me um, that you were going down to scout in a little bit the um, John Marshall Belair game. Is that correct? Yeah. And we don't play until maybe week seven or eight, is that correct, do you think? Two, yep, that's right. Well that that's right. I mean that tells me right there how prepared and how um you know, how thorough you're going to be. How many kids do you have out on the team, Mike? We got
17: twenty seven kids on the roster right
7: now. Okay, great. All right. Yes. And uh I gotta tell you, um right now i enjoying this interview, uh, and I don't care what you do over the years with uh reporters and people that ask you questions but you're not giving us any coach speak. So you keep when you're on this show, you keep the way it is no matter how successful. Just tell it like it is. Forget that coach speak, okay? That's, that's right. That's we, it. Reno's, Reno's following you at three, 1035, and he's never been one for coach speak. <laughs> he would <he> chastise <laughs> me on the air and everybody
15: else. Uh, uh, hey, CC Mike. on standby here, Ross, <laughs> what, what, type, what
11: type of offense, uh, offensive schemes are you? Do you run the same schemes as as
17: offensive coordinator and, likewise, defensively? Um, I mean, the the scheme's both ways. Uh, You know, we're going to try not to change too much. We want to try to keep this as seamless as possible, I guess, is the best way I can put it. We don't want to get the kids confused. They're used to doing certain things. Um, Obviously, we're going to make adjustments in this and that. You know, it depends on – you, you know, what players you have where and what position. You've got to adjust and maybe do some different things. But we're going to try to keep it, like I said, as seamless as possible. So they're not thinking
11: too much on the field. We, we want them reacting and playing. And, and Dr. George has uh, raised a good point about the transition of players. So the question I have, is there anybody standing out um, that maybe you didn't expect
17: or a pleasant surprise for you?
7: And the health, the health of your potential quarterback, too.
17: Yes, yes. Um, well, you know, last year um, Benny Wash, he he had to step in in a moment's notice. You know, our starter got hurt last year in week three, and you know, we're, we're, Benny, you're in a quarterback, okay? And that, you know, it, and that's Benny's one of his best qualities. He does not get rattled. He doesn't get flustered. He he's very even keel. So, which is a great quality for a quarterback to have. You want them focused and level headed the whole time, um, and. He, he, he did great last year, and we're, we're expecting the same there. In the other uh, other guys that got a lot of playing time last year on offense were um, Andrew Osmond. You know, he played our fullback spot last year. He's going to be back at tailback. So he's a, he's got a little more load on his shoulders this year. He's going to carry the ball a lot more. But he's a hard-nosed kid, and he's definitely up to the task. And then uh, Eli Brock. Right. Uh, played receiver, tight end last year. He's back this year. Um, great, great athlete. He <laughs> can go up and get the ball. You know, he's hundred and ninety pounds. So he's got all the, all the characteristics and all the skills. You know, to, to get that job done out there for us. And the other guys, you know, Grant Miller rotated a receiver last year. Cole Micker, Nathan and Dylan Booth rotating a receiver. Um, all these guys played last year and did a great job, and they are just continuing to get better. Right. Um, now, over the last, what has been very nice to see over about the last week, our offensive and defensive lines have really started to come together and gel and really improving, and they're, they're working hard and they're firing out and they're, they're doing the things they need to do to get better, and they're, they're going to continue to do that too
9: we got a
7: few minutes left, Mike. Let's have a little fun with Counselor Powell here. You know, I've been I've been following Shayside football consciously since 1967, 66. Brad probably a little younger me, 68, 69. So in that period, uh, Counselor, Mike Koenig, quarterback, top five, top three. What do you say, Powell?
11: I'm going to say this. Me just let, <laughs> me just me. No, no, let me say this, <laughs> typical counselors, Let me say this, Michael. And it, I think what's important to you, and what I would tell you when we talk, is I think you need to learn how to transition your work ethic because I saw it uh, to these kids and your devotion. Um, Michael Koenig is the one who started this run. Uh, I remember uh, watching you as a freshman. Um, I think it was the Wheeling Central game. Then on, I, I think it was excellent, and I think the program turned around. I believe it was your next year, or the year after. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, I look at what he did for the program, and I look at winners. I make, um, make a, make a players
17: I'll, around them
7: better. I'll echo one thing on that. Uh, I think it was your senior year playoff. Did you beat Danville? Yes, my yeah. our,
17: our senior year. Yes, we did.
7: Was that in Steubenville, Maybe.
17: No, no, it was out of Meadowbrook. Meadowbrook,
7: that's it. And I remember going out, my kids were young, and just watching Danville traditional small school power. Um, And uh, you're right. I mean, there was a will to win uh, like a few years ago. You remember uh, when you kind of had Central on the ropes, but Curtis McGee kind of willed that last drive to win the game. I want to bring that up. You guys battled back and uh, left a little too much time on the clock. But uh, I remember, so you had the heart and the mindset and the guts of a winner. And uh, despite Pal's uh, glowing recommendations of you, I'll form my own assessment, and I kind of agree with them. I hate to admit it. So, well, Coach Flores, I, I you got coached Brent Burkhardt at. Uh, oh, West yeah. Liberty
15: for you. Where's Brent rank
7: on it? Um, five. Top five, easy. He uh, Austin Doris, Austin yeah. Doris, of course, who wasn't really a true quarterback, but a great athlete. You can't take anything. You coached him, uh, Mike, but uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you could throw them in a in a bag, but. Uh, uh, Mike Mike was very exciting to watch. Um, so, uh, also, you know, I do want to thank you on short notice. And uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, Ohio football opens up. So, we like to, I like to start with my alma mater with the Ohio coaches. And we're going from you to the dean, Coach Sakoch in uh, about Hi. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see how nice it is. FCC's on alert. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Coach Powell, I'll let you have the final words. We let Mike go off to scout John Marshall Belair. Bar-
11: Michael, I'm sure I'm going to see you uh, many times uh, this season. But I-, I wish you nothing but the best of luck. I have all the confidences that you are going to be successful. Be yourself. having fun it's not going to be worth it
17: just have fun that's right that's right it's supposed
7: to be fun hey michael um listen if i come down to a game and um you're up a lot you're going to let me call a play aren't you
17: absolutely
7: (laughs) all right hey i want to thank you for taking time i know you have the burden of the world how things happens and you know all the the bs that goes on and off um but uh you know the truth we know the truth um and you've waited a long time uh, we couldn't say more about Coach Lincoln and what he's built at that show. Brad went on about that. Um, That's exactly right. And you uh, couldn't ask for a better football coach over the last 13 years. You, he mentored you. I know it was That's probably right. uh, really mixed emotions for you one way or the other. couldn't have been good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, we're well, I Like I
17: said, you know, I, I, I've, I've learned a ton. I've learned a ton from
16: coaching with those guys yeah. in the past. And it, it,
7: so. Yeah. Well, good um, luck. Good luck. Whatever. We'll be in touch. I guarantee you. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Tell you folks whether I said hi. All right. All
17: right. Good luck. See Coach. you. Thank you very much.
7: And uh, I, I can't imagine, uh, and Coach, you've been around a long time, you know, not expecting this, having it thrown on you, and having a great class that just left. Well, he understands
15: the tradition, so yeah. that's important. Right. You just, you know, the deals are what they are, and you're to know that that tradition is what's going to us.
7: This is. Eric Clapton, doing cover of his idol, Robert Johnson, the father of the blues. Love in Vain, Stones covered this too.
0: White House's President Biden will sign the Inflation Reduction Act into law next week. The bill passed the House along party lines with no Republican votes in favor, as Diana Harshbarger of Tennessee said. This bill is chock full of Green New Deal slush funds with no accountability and no transparency. ABC's Faith Abube has more from Washington.
6: It allocates $375 billion over 10 years toward combating climate change, the largest investment in clean energy in U.S. history. It will really reduce the amount of energy that we use and reduce costs for homeowners as well. Democrats say the bill will reduce the federal deficit by $300 billion and pays for itself with taxes on corporate stock buybacks and a new 15% minimum tax on companies making at least a billion dollars a year.
0: The Justice Department's investigating the potential violation of three separate criminal statutes, according to information around the search of former President Trump's home that was made public Friday. Part of that information also showed that 11 classified items were seized by agents. Former Homeland Security Counterterrorism Coordinator John Cohen, and ABC News contributor, says What they will want to make sure is that there was no intention to provide those documents or that information to a foreign power who seeks to injure or create harm against the United States. Author Salman Rushdie remains hospitalized on a ventilator. His agent says he'll likely lose an eye after he was attacked in western New York on Friday. Rushdie's been the target of death threats for decades, says ABC's Mola Langi. His 1988 book, The Satanic Verses, is considered by many
3: Muslims to be insulting to Islam. After it was published, Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Khomeini, issuing a fatwa calling for Rushdie to be killed. One religious group reportedly promising a bounty of more than $3 million. You're listening to ABC News.
10: Y'all, this is your girl, and I want to tell you something. My digestive system used to make me feel sluggish, but those days are over. Now I feel great. That's because I increased my fiber intake with the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge. And I'm still hooked. I just took Metamucil every day for 14 days, and it's really that easy. Metamucil traps and removes the waste that weighs you down, so you feel lighter and more energetic. Now, I never want to go back to that heavy feeling. Are you ready for the Metamucil 2-Week Challenge for a coupon and daily support? Sign up at Metamucil.com today. Dealing with an outdated printer that just can't keep up with you? Visit Staples and upgrade to a
5: new HP Envy Inspire with HP+. Plus, HP's best home printer, and it comes with six months of free ink. It prints everything you need, from homework and work documents to incredible photos and more with amazing quality. Right now, save $70
0: on the HP Envy Inspire seventy nine fifty five e available at Staples. Offer valid through August twenty seven. See staples.com slash HP+, for details. A total abortion ban will go into effect in Idaho in two weeks after the state Supreme Court ruled that that law can go into effect even as legal challenges continue in the courts. The discovery of the polio virus in New York City's wastewater setting off alarm bells among health officials. ABC News contributor Dr. Alok Patel says this disease has not been seen in decades. It's returning among people who are not vaccinated.
10: It is an extremely safe and effective vaccine.
0: It is the reason that we no longer
10: see thousands of paralyzed children every year from polio. It's the reason that 99.9% of polio cases globally have gone down because of the vaccine.
0: One of Major League Baseball's biggest stars will miss the rest of the season after he tested positive for a banned substance. 80 games. That is a suspension for San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. after testing positive for a performance enhancing substance according to Major League Baseball. He's out of the game immediately. The 23-year-old has been on the injured list and was due to return later this month. He's been a star since arriving in the league in 2019 and is in a 14-year, $340 million deal. The Padres releasing a statement saying they are surprised and disappointed. Alex Stone, ABC News. Tati said he believes the substance was in a medication he took to treat a case of ringworm. This is ABC News. Research
3: shows listeners don't like it when ads interrupt their music. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, we made this ad optional. If you want to skip this ad, remove your left earphone. Liberty Mutual customizes home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. If
5: you're missing this informative ad, you must love wasting your cash.
3: It's the easy and smart way to save.
5: Now it's all been set, so that earphone was out, put
3: it back in your head. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com.
0: Liberty, 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 Liberty. Brian Clark. ABC News.
2: Cors lights. You got it.
6: Right. I need two Coors lights. Uh, with a taste
5: that's cold with the Rockies, only course light gives you refreshment every the time.
6: Thanks, nice, Mike. Alright, two ice cold Coors lights. Um, that's the coldest beer I've ever had. Hey, they don't call it the world's most refreshing beer for nothing. Okay, be honest with me. Do you really have the Rocky Mountains in your beer cooler? I don't believe it.
5: Check it out.
8: of no your word.
10: wanted to get in shape, get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Care Fitness from Morristown, Ohio, is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T. We'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298.
2: Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Paul. Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax right. issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most impressive representation in Kitchen. Can I grab you a Coors Light?
5: Yeah.
9: everyone from the watchdog i'm darnell foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your weekend look for sun and clouds for your saturday temperatures in the upper 70s for daytime highs near 58 for the overnight low under partly cloudy skies clouds hold strong for your sunday with a chance of a scattered shower temperatures near 76 for the daytime high have yourself a great day everyone from the watchdog i'm darnell foster
7: Welcome back to the second hour of the Paul Harris Sports Huddle. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. And uh, we come in with what we call new blues. Kev Moe, I think, is about my age. I remember you, and that's dedicated to a friend of mine. that Every blues fest will always remind me of that certain person. But uh, I want to qualify this real quickly we just got off the phone with Mike Koernick, the new head ball coach at Shadyside, and when we were talking about off the cuff greatest quarterbacks in the last 55 years, we weren't doing a ranking. Um, I just you mentioned Brad. Brad. I've gotten Brad text. Brad Doug, Doug Huff is here. Welcome, Doug Huff, the legendary Hall of Fame sports uh, journalist. Good being Br- with you, Doc. Br- brings in Brad Lewis. Been, uh, I mean, um, played at WVU. Believe me. You could, you could flip those three around. I wouldn't argue with you. I'm probably partial a little bit to Brent because my dad um, taught his dad, and I like Brent a lot. I thought he was a tremendous talent, great baseball catcher as well. He was well. a terrific catcher. Um,
11: I want to include Greg Boner because he's a winner.
7: Okay, Greg Boner. Okay, Brad, anything else? He's also a friend of yours. Yes, he is. All right. Anyways, we're back with Mike. Enough, and now I'm getting sick of shades. I thought (laughs) now enough. uh, We're back with Mike Ross. Whoa, what did you just say? Yes, you heard it. Okay. Now, Doug. Doug is. I'm going going to mark that down. We want to thank Mike for coming on. We're going to have Coach Sakoch in a little bit. Uh, I know Doug's prepared for that. He's got a lot of interesting trivia, but he also comes in with his little bag of tricks. And uh, you always have a little something you want to talk about when you come in.
14: Well, we were, we were talking about uh, sharpshooters in, in high school, and um, uh, one of the best sharpshooters I've seen in, in High Valley High School this is going to be honored tonight at the OVAC Hall of Fame banquet. His name was Richard Summers from uh, Sistersville. And, um, you know, he, um, he, he wasn't a, as long-range a, a shooter as some of the others. But he was like a 15-foot uh, to 18-foot jump shooter. used a bank board a lot. And, um, you know, uh, but uh, when you average 38 points a game as a senior and 26 as a junior and score over 50, I think uh, seven times, eight times, uh, including a 74 point game, uh, you're a pretty good shooter. And these were, uh, you know, he had some drive ins and, and whatever, but uh, I would say over 50 percent of his points as goals were in the 15 to 20 foot range. And uh, what year was this? I'm sorry. Uh, he he graduated in um, let's see, uh, seventy eight is it? Uh, yeah, 76, seventy six, seventy. Yes.
4: Here's what,
15: the, what did he do after after high school?
14: He went to Concord and he was he played three years there. But he, he you know he was um, uh, uh, when he could get his shots. I'm sure the um, uh, the the athleticism probably hurt him in 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 college ranks where you know he probably they probably denied him the ball and uh but if he had the ball in his hands and he was open from from like 15 to you know 20 feet uh it's a pretty good chance the ball balls going in the hoop so uh but he scored 74 in a game that's the most points scored in any one game since alan hornyak had 86 which is currently the high valley record and was there uh, three points no
7: because it came no. in after eddie i remember yes
14: that. Yeah. yes this is in the 70s yes. and um uh, as i say um and then he uh he became an administrator he was a volleyball coach i believe at tyler consolidated tyler high uh, there he still lives in sistersville and um and you know he's going to be honored tonight and you know if you want to go into some of those honorees tonight and uh, i have some memories on, on some of those athletes and coaches and, and whatever but uh you know, it's just, um, just just little things like that. A sword gets lost in the shuffle of sure. everything going on now. So.
7: I, um, I actually, thinking down that road, I was surprised. Another old friend I was surprised got back in coaching is Terry Snively.
14: Yeah, Terry's at River with uh, Mike. River, yeah, he? Came back, yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw him, yeah, on the practice field down there. Yeah, Ter- the famer, you know. Oh, Terry, I consider Terry the uh, greatest high school athlete in Powhatan high school no history. Doubt. I don't
7: think anybody would argue that.
14: And I think, uh, you know, if we can get going, uh, uh, Mr. Fitzsimmons last week or, or two weeks ago, whenever he was in, he, he mentioned uh, some of the old high schools. And I'm thinking that might get some, uh, get some play on if you talk about some of the old high schools. I mean, not not today Bob, particularly. Bob, but Bob's
7: been mentioning that for a few years. Yeah. I don't have the wherewithal yeah. knowledge to really go back to those high schools. I mean, I can remember yeah. a player or two. Uh, but I would love uh, to do that and go down and then try to get one of those from each high school yeah. we could find on the show. Or we could
14: have panel. people have people call in and say, oh, what about so-and-so high school? And then whoever's here could have some memories maybe of an athlete. So we'll list or
7: you as a co-contributor now.
14: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if I can, if my memory serves me correctly, I'll be glad to. So. <laughs> so.
11: Mr. Huff, that's not efficient. I think it would be more efficient if you just did the research. <laughs> <laughs> would what we call he, he has it in his head already. <laughs> Uh, so yeah,
7: we do have the Ovac Hall of yep. Fame. We've had what a great several, class. Yeah, we've yes. had several of them on the show mm-hmm. uh, since they were inducted. Coach Bruni
15: was part of that. Uh, Seth Stasky, of great. course. Um, Dr. Diana Vargo. She was a on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, one of the Fords from Cambridge, Curtis yep. McGee, who you mentioned mm-hmm. a little bit earlier, and uh, Coach Caesar. A my, yeah, Coach Caesar, uh, great yep. baseball coach, and uh, of course uh, from my alma mater, Teddy Joe Mazlowski, the great.
14: Did you ever have Edmund debacco as an official, as a baseball official, Mike? His name he, sounds familiar. Well, man. he's he's a longtime Weirton resident. He graduated from Follinsby, yeah, but he's going in. He, down offici- down he officiated the U.S. Olympic trials yeah. in Tennessee. Wow. We're, I mean.
7: we're leaving out a huge name here. I just looked down. Okay. And the same thing, 70s athlete,
14: mature, okay. recent summers.
7: Courtney Snyder. Yes. Not a student though, played at in Indiana. Yes. What a running back!
5: Well, let me tell you about uh, Co- yes, let me yes. tell you about
14: Courtney Snyder. His coach was Lee Corso. Yes. Lee Corso was quoted as saying he's the best back I've ever coached, and he he was on uh, he broke the Indiana University career rushing record after his junior year, and going into his senior year, the media guide for uh, Indiana University had Courtney Snyder on the cover. Saying he's a Heisman candidate, he's an all America candidate. They were hyping him up going in, and you know what happened. First game, he was injured. Yes. And missed missed all but one game. Uh, and then and and there there went his pro chance and whatever and
7: that was early seventies, Brad, do you remember the headlines every week Courtney, Courtney Snyder? It runs runs yeah. was everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. he he
14: was before Reno, he was Coach right. Babe Bryan. Right AB,
7: Yeah. Yep. And uh, well, since you started reading, so we don't leave anybody else, I'll sure. just go down sure. here. Sure. sure. Dr. Diana Vargo, uh, you mentioned. Hen Healy, Maiden yes. City, my goodness. Gracious. Yeah. St-, uh, St.
14: John's grad from Benwood. Yeah, yep.
7: very close to my dad and Rudy Mumley. Uh, Terry Depew of Lindsley. Yes. Officials Mike Coyne, Edmund DeBacco, you mentioned. Uh, 50s athlete Jim Capito, Valer, Roger Holdinsky in the 50s, I have to
14: admit, I don't recall. Well, Roger Hodinski, Moundsville, Moundsville not only was a a great football player who was drafted by the Packers, and he was only like 5'9", 160, but he was a three-sport athlete at WVU, and uh, he was a Southern Conference 220-yard dash champion, in addition to being a regular running back, Mm -hmm. and he was a, a swimmer. And uh, he was a minor. He was a minor sports athlete of the year at WVU, and of course, a football regular. So he was on. He, he was on the cover of their gu- uh, media guide too. Football you, you media. you
7: saying uh, your memory's going? <laughs> Are you? Well, oh, that's <laughs> good, dude. Uh, he was. He
14: was in school when he, I, I think he was a senior when I was a freshman at WVU.
7: And um, uh, we mentioned Coach Bernie, Gary Tony Martino or Tony Marvin of Wheeling, yes, a '60s athlete, turned yep. into some '80s Laurie. Heddy, yes, Buckeye Trail, sure. and Jeff wolfter of Oakland. Yes. Um, mentioned Ford. Uh, Stephanie Morgan, 2000s, of Barnesville, and D.J. Duke at River.
14: Yes. Uh, I, um, You mentioned Jeff Woofter. He was one of the three athletes um, while I was a, a sports editor of the Intelligence, I, I had um, three highly recruited uh, athletes keep recruiting diaries for me when or during their senior year, and he was the one. Uh, from the High Valley, the other two are from downstate. Uh, Robert Alexander from sure South that. Charleston. He kept a recruiting diary for me. And of course, he was a Parade Magazine Player of the Year. uh time Heisman Trophy. Uh,
11: but he, he, he predicted, yeah.
14: Uh, yeah. Yeah, he predicted, yeah. They signed him. Uh, the governor was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was there was so much uh, there was so much hype, uh, yeah, with him. Uh, and that was he the, did play in the NFL though. Yeah, he was in the NFL so Rams, a little bit. Yeah, br- briefly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, And the other one was Mark Klein from Williamson who went to Wake Forest uh, in basketball. And uh, uh, those three kept recruiting diaries for me as seniors. As I say, Jeff was the only one from uh, Ohio Valley, I can recall, doing that. Of course, that's pretty hard to – you know, high school athletes, yeah, uh, I mean uh, – you know, some of them don't, <laughs> don't care about a lot of things. And the last thing they want to be doing is a, is a recruiting diary for some uh, sports writer. But, uh, but Jeff, of course, won. I'll tell you the situation with Jeff. Uh, his older brother, Jim Wofter, who's also in the OVAC Hall of Fame and, and played at Tennessee, uh, he was recruited by Joe Paterno before he went to uh, Tennessee, uh, Jim was. And, of course, Jeff was a little kid then. And it was a big, good sized little kid, uh, younger than his brother. Uh, but uh, uh, here, here's here's the links to what college coaches go to recruit kids back then, at least. Uh, he 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 knew Jeff uh, as a you know a, a big kid or a potentially big kid uh, when he was recruiting Jim. So every year at Christmas time, Jeff Woofter would get a Christmas card from Joe Paterno. At Penn State, mm-hmm. so just send him a Christmas card uh, as, through high school, and guess where Jeff Woelfer went to school? Penn State. Penn State. So the Christmas cards paid off. Yeah, that's right.
7: <laughs> Two talent. I'm going to have uh, Coach Floric here. 2010 athlete,
15: Teddy Joe Mazlowski, Central Catholic. Yeah, her track career was incredible. Really. Yeah.
14: Yes, she was outstanding both high school and college. She was uh, set I, some records I, I down don't Duke. I remember too.
15: she was training for the Olympics. Something happened with her training. I believe she was out in
5: California and shut it down for yeah.
7: some reason. Yeah. Five legends of OVAC school member schools will be recognized. Johnny August of Shadyside. I um, know that family well. My dad did. El- Christopher Caldwell. Alan Collins of Morgantown, not of Leonard Skinner fame. Uh, Jim Monagold of Connaught Valley. Julie Wheeler of Morgantown, the legends. Prior to recognition from, um, I Johnny was... Uh, Danny's uh, father from the 54 team, yeah. 1943. Uh, Brook County Schools gets the Dennis Magruder Distinguished Service Award, presented by or to Brook County Schools. Um, so it goes on and on. Let me ask you a question,
14: Dougson. Sure. Have you. Sure. Just, uh, just as long as it's not inside information for the Hall of Fame. Committee. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> Anything outside, okay. I'll be glad to talk okay, about. Okay,
7: the, the paper newspaper previews will be out this week sure. for football.
14: Yeah, I worked on the very first one. I hate to say that. but uh, I, I <laughs> That's
7: what I wanted to do logistically. Like I watched the Big Ten Network, and they have 14 schools, and they're going to every one of them, you know, on the sidelines sure. and stuff, practices, talking about it. You know, back, I don't know how many OVACs, how many people did you have? You know, you had to go to Connaughton Valley, had to go to 100, yeah. you know, uh, plus do your scouting on Notre Dame, Ohio State. Right. Uh, how, how'd you break that up, or how many did you cover in a day, or how'd that work out?
14: Well, you know, uh, when I when I worked at the at the Intelligencer, um, uh, the Intelligencer and News Register sports staffs uh, combined did their own uh, preview, and then Times Leader did their own preview. Steubenville Herald Star did their own preview, and so everybody had separate staffs. But uh, we combined ours in Wheeling. Uh, You know, uh, as I say, I worked for the Intelligencer, and uh, uh, the very first. tab was i believe 68 uh, if i remember correctly uh, 68 or 69 i think it was what, 68 do you
7: remember how exciting guys that was when it come
14: out oh the, yeah i mean those those things i mean and they had people kept them throughout football season because they had all the schedules and uh, rosters and pictures and uh, stats and uh you know a lot of reference stuff that you could have a ki- kitchen table or a tabletop uh uh, reference you could have, and, and people kept them for the whole whole season, and say, "Well, we're going to go see this game this this weekend or whatever." So, but it was it was an interesting time, and and of course we had photographers who went out and and got all the um, uh, all the photos we needed, and uh, uh, but th- those were fun times. Those, I mean, th- this time of the year was uh, for sports writers in this valley was really really a fun time.
7: But Doug, uh, you know people don't understand this about me. Brad does because he knows how mixed up I am, but that was a history major, philosophy minor in, in school. So don't, don't ask it. me how I became a physician. But um, you know, it's you know, you're just a wealth of knowledge and I know these guys, Mike and Brad and Ross work with you, you know, just probably have a thousand questions they want to ask you. I sure. put you on the witness stand last time. I, I saw you shiver did I, when you walked in I, the room <laughs> like you didn't warn me.
14: Did, did I had to raise my right hand, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
7: but you got to give him credit. He was texting all last night. I knew he was coming in for the Marajan, uh, Brad's 11th Levin- Levin- okay. Extraction Center Wheeling back in the day. And he was texting me last night. He goes, I, I my flights are delayed, delayed, delayed. He got in at 2 a.m., limped in to breakfast. I was shocked to see him <laughs> there, you know, but he is very
15: dedicated to the area <laughs> and the town, you know. So uh,
7: it doesn't mean I'm going to take back any of <laughs> the mean things I've said. He like <laughs>
15: should get a shout-out at the ODAC banquet tonight just for Just that. for being Brad Powell, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just for that yeoman's effort, making it. In I don't,
7: don't like using the through. words, and I said the Indians, the, the guardians, but if oh there's the one guardian of the town of side, that's developed over the year, it had to be Brad Powell. <laughs> well, that, they should have a big like, guardian thing.
14: Like, when loop. <laughs> Wait, Why didn't Henderson yeah, put every the the loop right that there? That'd be a really big one. <laughs> yeah. Re- replace it. It wouldn't replace a Dairy <laughs> Queen. We're going to give your daughter
7: her thirty seconds of fame. And by the way, it's funny. It's soccer you're going to talk about because a guy I have known for a while, um, his son, who is a junior at Kiski, has already been offered. He's already accepted WBU D1 soccer. Uh, but. Um, um, Lens is the last name. PJ's is his dad. I can't think. But go ahead, give your daughter, because she gets mean, and I know, I mean, she's brutal. She's more brutal than your sons oh, that played oh, at Molar. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Say what you want to say about I, soccer. Go I, ahead. I'm not
11: saying anything. You're sure. intimidated by her, you, aren't you? Not at all. Yep. You can uh, have You're her on and have her talk. But <laughs> I, I, I do have a question. How popular is soccer in the Valley?
14: Ah,
7: uh,
11: wow. Um,
7: certainly at schools like Lindsley, Doug, it's, it's yes. popular. Wheeling Whe- Park. Wheeling Park,
14: yeah, um,
13: Lindsley.
7: Yes. Somebody comment? We, we, uh, St. Clairsville uh, last yeah. year yeah. had
13: success.
5: Yeah.
14: I mean, it's it's got a it's got its own uh, niche. I mean, uh, there's I mean a lot of families, uh, you know, tra- on these travel teams, and uh, I mean it's uh, you know, but it's 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 growing. Some yeah, it's got it's got a lot of people involved in it. Yeah.
7: Shady Side is the only town I know that had a conscious effort to block soccer, <laughs> which they did, sure. uh, so it didn't take away from the football we're, team in a small in town. town. Weird, well, the small schools almost would have – they want a field, yeah. to feel – foot. we are having enough time, mm. trouble getting people out there. Uh, but, yeah, I, there are schools that you just know, just like Linsley for swimming. You know, you don't yeah. think of oh, yeah. swimming. No.
14: Well, they had a, the only pool for years. That's right. <laughs> they had the only pool at yeah. Linsley. helps. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
7: but it's, it's – uh, you that's know, the, you're, your, your compatriot, Mark Benson, who you're upset with, uh, you know, his kids were very into soccer, Uh Because he he didn't know he was half Syrian until five years ago. You're upset about that. Uh, Brad's got a lot of little quirks, Doug, that you've got to watch out for him all the time, you know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so you will be going. Do you give a little speech or do you just get acknowledged by the crowd as a member? uh,
14: (laughs) Yeah, well, as as one of the committee members, we have to serve as escorts, like for the. For the individuals, we walk up with the uh, with the plaques for three or four. We all divide it up, of course, and um, you know accompany them up and answer any questions they may have. And then at the end of their speech, we hand them the their trophy and get a picture taken and whatever. So it's uh, you know it's just part of the deal. And uh, two to
15: four minutes, Doug. Tell them two Two to four minutes. minutes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well,
14: Seth, you know, Seth. Right, brother. No, Seth, uh, Seth said his, he timed his. It was four minutes and fifty seconds. So uh, yeah, okay. just well, just well, underneath it's just yeah. underneath the five minute time limit. You so know,
7: a I, I want to give a uh, plug to to the officiating the officials in basketball. And it just occurred to me because I know they're oh, yeah. trying to negotiate more money. But um, I just learned with the expansion of the OVAC. Now let's just take the old, old OVAC: Bellsville, Kanawha Valley, wherever we went. Now we're Beaver Local, Southern Local, uh, Parkersburg, University, yeah, Morgan, Dover,
14: Dover, Morgan. There now.
7: is no. There is just a flat fee. Okay. There's no gas stipend. You know, in this day and age of gas prices. Do, do you
15: know what that is? Are you willing to share that? Or what you, I don't what, know. What, what, how much do officials get paid? I,
7: I think it's something like uh, 85 a game that yeah, they're hoping for a way. But you've you got, to me, yeah. okay, if you're going from Wheeling Central to Wheeling Park or Shayside to Blair, okay. But if you're over a certain limit, they should get a gas stipend, in my, would in my opinion. Wouldn't you agree, Counselor?
15: Well, well, Here,
11: absolutely.
7: Here's the thing. I'm shocked that they didn't have one with the, you the, know. This I is th-
15: another thing that bothers me about the, uh, just the landscape of education and everything we have all these new facilities being constructed around here in the valley and God bless them some of them are wonderful but let's invest in some let's invest in the educators let's invest in the teachers let's invest in the officials and right. the coaches the people that are preparing mm-hmm. these experiences if I would have yeah.
7: thought about it because I thought it was way above I would have loved to gotten into it just to stay in shape I didn't really think mm-hmm. about it at the time but uh, you know because raising kids and everything and practicing but
11: looking back at it I would have loved to, to die so. yeah, Kites' son Eric lives in New Philadelphia, and he does officiate basketball officiating up in that area, he's been asked to come down to the OVAC and officiate, because they don't have enough officials. Yes.
7: Mm-hmm. And, and West
11: Virginia is tougher than Ohio.
7: I'm trying to think what Mike told me this morning, but uh, they they don't give you really a break or anything with the, whatever the athletes yeah. Ohio will give you, during the tournaments, like a gas pipe and stuff like that. Uh, but we're coming to the end of another segment, and uh, we're going to have the legendary Coach Sackoch on. You will surprise him unless he saw my tweet or been listening.
4: Yeah. Okay.
9: That's good. <laughs> uh.
7: Is this our friend John Lee Hooker?
5: Guy had a horrible stutter.
7: What are you chilling? <laughs>
10: Send me an email to James T U Lawyer. That's James T I U Lawyer at gmail.com.
2: 042328600 allow us to help put you back on the road to financial success hey man what can i get you yeah can i have two cores lights you got it
6: Cold Coors Lights. Um, that's the coldest beer I've ever had. Hey, they don't call it the world's most refreshing beer for nothing. Okay, be honest with me. Do you really have the Rocky Mountains in your beer cooler? Don't believe it? Check it out. right? You know what that means. We have to
2: figure out how we're going to pay for college.
6: Looks like one of us is going to have to get a second job.
2: Or we could sell the boat and
5: the
6: motorcycle. Like I said, one of us needs to get a second job. Wait, I heard that Metro News is giving away a full scholarship to West Virginia Wesleyan that includes room, board, tuition and fees. What? Room, board, tuition and fees? That really is a full scholarship. And West Virginia Wesleyan
5: best colleges in the entire state we need to look into that
7: one of my favorite blues songs from Little Walter my babe Elvis recorded this the greatest harmonica player in the history of the blues and rock and roll Uh, some people might say Junior Wells who you saw in the Blues Brothers but there was nobody better than Little Walter we are back with Ross on the board Brad Powell counselor from Cincinnati Mike Florak and we have a guest um, and I'm going to surprise you coach if you haven't been listening we have Doug Huff in the studio too is this Coach Sakhoch how are you doing? I'm good. How are you?
16: I'm doing fine. Thank you.
7: Well, you're being very polite because, because Doug Huff's here because I know it's not because of me. <laughs> uh,
16: it's probably the time of day.
7: Uh, okay. Well, I even got Ian popped in to hear your Magnuskin interview. How you doing, Ian? <laughs> He's such his thumbs up. We, he has no room for a mic for him right now. Uh, coach, another football season is upon you. It's here, man. And how many years now?
16: That's by 52nd. It's my 40th as head coach at Studentville High School.
7: And you were at what local before Studentville?
16: United Local, of Brown, Salem.
7: Okay, Salem, all right. Um, I'm going to, uh, before we get into team, Doug, you had some interesting uh, trivia things you wanted to talk to Coach
5: about.
14: Well, I wanted to remind Coach of uh, uh, November 23rd, 1984
4: at Ohio Stadium. Uh, that's
14: the day that uh, Doug threw that touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was 1984. Of all, uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but anyway, um, I, I, I know uh, uh, Coach Suckos remembers this. Um, I think he still has the picture on his desk. Um, we had a photographer at that time for the Wheeling paper, and he was about six foot six, about two hundred and seventy pounds, and and he went and he and he drove a motorcycle to games and took pictures. And I think he drove the motorcycle from Wheeling to Columbus and took pictures of that championship win, that overtime win against Columbus Whitehall. But uh, the picture he took after that game uh i think uh reno still has uh uh framed uh that picture was he he told me reno told me that was one of his favorite pictures uh, and uh i'll let him explain what's in the picture but uh the uh the uh, after that he always said be sure and send the big guy to the uh, to our games for pictures because he called uh his name was jim conroy and he was from eastern pennsylvania and he took the picture and uh he Reno always said, "Send the big guy to the games because uh, the picture he took you. But Reno can describe that picture uh, that was on the front front page of the intelligence of the next day.
16: It's a our uh, uh, assistant superintendent here was Charlie Joyce, and he blew it up in a frame, and it was a picture of me and my dad hugging. Oh. and my dad yeah. and my dad never showed uh, any yeah. emotion that I can remember, except. Uh, in that picture, we both had tears in our eyes. So
7: yes. that, that, that was a special day. Oh, my coach, you know, now you're you actually showing me a, a side of you. Usually you're very emotional, particularly negative, mm-hmm. t- negative toward me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's <a laughs> not deserved at all. I'm not deserved at all. <laughs> not he he, he, he takes a little of my son, so I'll settle for that. <laughs> hey, um, you know, it's, it's funny, um, you know, you're up there and uh, – you're dean of coaches, I know Coach Bruni retired, and Coach Jay, we had you guys on the air a month or two ago, and I don't know what the age differential between you and Mike Young are, but it was funny, In 935 we had the youngest well the newest coach on, Coach Kernick of Shadyside, who grew up with uh, his family, and now we jump to you. I just realized that, and um, I'm thinking, like, man, would you say 40-some years at Steubenville, and, and we talked about this before, do your juices still get flowing when the uh, July and August rolls around every year? I
16: hope so, but if they're not, then I'm cheating the kids so, uh, uh Yeah, I feel, I feel pretty good right now. Um, you know, this is game week. We uh, finished our scouting report on Louisville yesterday, and we're just working on the practice schedule today. And as far as Mike Young, he and I are the same age. We mm-hmm. played against each other. He was at um, winning Central, and I was at Studentville Central in 66. And uh, so we are the same age. I know, he looks a hell of a lot older. <laughs> right. Yeah, he does. Hey,
7: you know, you've been one, unlike Mike, who gives me nothing but coach speak, uh, you've always been one to speak your mind, but I've always learned it's about the team. Uh, don't call out individual players on me. I want to talk about the team. So talk about your team, what you're looking forward to, um, and how how how's it look right now this early? Well, like I told him uh,
16: Thursday after our scrimmage, uh, this, not talking in terms of talent. They're talking in terms of anything other than uh, effort and uh, attitude. This is probably one of the better teams we've had in the last 20 years, as far as effort and attitude. And uh, we've had some really good teams, but uh, uh, as far as a whole effort, we had um, eight. We had nine days of, of two days, and uh, we had two people miss one practice. They were both excused and uh and that was it and that's uh, for six for 59 kids in um, 11 days of two a days and to only have two excused absences is uh is remarkable i mean here i don't know about other schools but uh that that's the that type of attitude that we had and we were on the field at 6:45 every morning for two days and finished at uh 11 and uh, it, it was just a great effort and it was a uh just a a great attitude and a great place to be uh,
7: for those 11 days. Coach, what what week offhand do you know that you play Youngstown Cardinal Mooney?
16: We play them the ninth week.
7: Okay, well hopefully we're going to get Coach Carl, we talked about this, and you, I don't know about a joint segment, we could try that or um, uh, back to back so I'm looking forward uh, to that because that's such a great rivalry for you through the years and of course you know you're close to Youngstown. I have a lot of Youngstown roots as this coach Florak. Uh, and Shep yeah. is on oh. the uh, staff now. Also, he's the offensive
9: coordinator, and he played for football back in the day. even before Paul played. So it'll
16: be good. But you good man. He
15: was he was a head football coach at Waynesburg University. Oh yeah. Okay.
4: Youngstown guys
15: uh, working. At Full-time, yeah. I still believe, at Youngstown that's, State. That's,
7: that's Mike Thorak talking. He didn't introduce him, your, yeah. him. So I don't know if you know him at all. He's heard me yell at him over <laughs> the past 40
16: years. He knows his voice. I just remember him uh, playing his greatest games against Big Red. <laughs> 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 Too kind,
7: Coach. Um, what, um, Brad, do you have anything for Coach right now?
11: I, I do. Coach, this is Brad Powell. I'm a shady side guy. Uh, I live in Cincinnati. My boys played at uh, Cincinnati Moor. And uh, you know, obviously there's the great tradition there, but I gotta tell you that even though I don't have any connections to studentville it's always uh, pleasurable to <laughs> see Steubenville in the news, the success that you've had uh, over the years, and the, it's actually a sense of pride being a High Valley guy uh, that you, you achieved the success. But I, I, the question I have is, you know, without using coach speak, how do you do it? Every single year, you put on a product that is
16: excellent. How how, how do you do that? You know, well, what do you what it, do you it takes, every, it takes everybody. It takes. I mean, first thing in high school, high school is not like any other thing. You need a you need an administration number one. Then you need lo, loyal coaches number two. But the, the main ingredients is besides the players, their parents. And uh, you know, parents that don't want their kids' baby, parents that want their kids' coached, and uh, uh, want you to be as tough on them at practice as they are at home, I think that, that's, uh, that's, that's the key to a program. When you have everybody on the same page for the same goal with the same attitude, uh, I think that's very uh, important. And like I told our, our parents, we have a senior uh, dinner. And uh, selfish is the, is the worst word probably in the world. But as far as football goes, selfish people can can just tear a, a good thing apart, and it's hard. It's hard not to be selfish uh, when when everything around you is. And uh, just uh, you got to win. You got to want to win as bad for your teammates as you want to win for yourself. Maybe even more. And that, that just everybody just with that attitude, and, and it's a it's just a special attitude that everybody has to have. And uh, that, that's what we've been blessed with here.
15: You, your guys have always bought into that, Coach, and you've done such a great job of welcoming back your, uh, your football alumni and, and letting your current players know what a great tradition that Big Red football has always had. And if I'm not mistaken, you're about to eclipse – I know you won't think about this. You're about to eclipse a huge uh, uh, landmark milestone in your career here. I know you're not going to talk about it until you're retired but uh, if we could if I could ask you one thing if, if, when you when you do get that chance to look back because you've you've uh, lived this uh, what what were th- three words you think that would describe big red football if you wanted people to know what big red football was all about we not me
14: uh, we know well, that's the, great
16: yeah thats a, that's awesome yeah
14: Co- so just, oh, yes.
16: but you, you know that uh, go, uh, just so be Go back to Mole for one minute. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you guys won't believe us, but you can look it up. And uh, In the early 60s, I'm going to say either the late 50s or early 60s, Steubenville Central played um, Cincinnati Elder or Purcell. I'm not sure who it was. Uh, But um, it was a a Cincinnati team. And um, the uh, principal for that team came to Steubenville, and, and I was so impressed with the way that uh, Catholic Central uh, uh, played that when they went back and they opened Moeller, uh, Moeller took the colors of Studentville Central and the nickname of Studentville Central. That's a true their, yes. their colors are blue and gold, and so is Moeller. And Moeller's were the Crusaders, the wow. so student the
11: Crusaders. So uh, you can look that up, and uh, I guarantee you that's a. That's a true story. That's a true story. I yes. did not
7: know that. I didn't There's either. You know, I didn't know it either. Wow, story, yeah. Yeah. Coach. Um, couple
16: tricks to your question about about the uh, about the um, uh, wins and stuff like that. You know, it takes a lot of players, and a lot of coaches, and, and, a, and a great administration and a uh, big red nation and, 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 and all that. But uh, if, if we are a true we not me, then uh, and, and if we live by that uh, for the rest of our lives. We'll give the 20, 2022 team every bit of the attention that they deserve and they've earned. And um, that, that's my answer to, to – you know, I won't talk about it. But, but uh, if we if we are a true we, not me, um, a, as I think we are, then 2022
9: will get 100% of the attention from the Super Bowl uh, Big Red Nation. Coach, a couple
7: of trivia things I didn't realize till recently um, – was it your uncle that coached at Wheeling Central? Somewhere down here?
5: Yeah, Rich. Um, uncle Rich, yeah. yeah.
7: And we were reading out the OVAC banquets tonight, and I know a guy came a little after you at Big Red. Courtney Snyder is getting inducted, and I just remember every headline growing up where he was rushing for this and rushing for
16: that. He was the first of, he was a 1,000-yard rusher at Indiana, and uh, I think he was one of the first kids to leave early to try to make in the NFL. They paid her for a short period of time, but his son, uh, played for us in the uh, mid, mid-'90s, and uh, Dwayne Snyder. And uh, uh, Courtney, just uh, just a, a good name in football, and he played for uh, A. Bryan, and, and they had a really good football team that year. That was yeah. before Berger
7: made the playoffs. You know, I got a question for you I never asked you. And it just popped up because we're talking about Terry Snively, you know, who I grew up with and um, Doug mentioned, probably the greatest athlete to come out of Powhatan sorry your friend mcVeigh but um, he's back coaching helping out coach Flannery at River uh, we have your other friend uh, coach Magistro on he's doing defensive coordinator I don't see you retiring anytime soon and I'm not asking but would you if you would and I know you love the game would you ever consider you know doing something like that without all the pressures of the head coach or you think when you're done you're done or can you even say? Honor if someone would ask me to be on their staff. Great. I think it's a, I think it's a, a great honor
16: to be asked to be a part of anything and to be a, a part of something so special as the game of football. I would take that as a, as a compliment. I don't know if I would uh, I don't know if I would do it or not, but uh, I think that once you uh, uh, you know when you retire, that means you're done. You know, it's gone and. Uh, uh, Maybe if you retire at sixty, you know you might get the urge back at sixty-five. But if you retire at seventy-three, I don't know. I don't see much urge at seventy-eight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know the guy—the guy that hired me here was Bill Bourne, Bill Bourne. and uh, he's yeah. still a head coach up up uh, north. Wow. And um, really, but um, right north of Youngstown, he's eighty-seven years old, <laughs> and uh, he's he's still coaching. Connie Mack. <laughs> It, it, as a matter of fact, this team opens up with Steubenville Central uh, this Friday. I don't know if it's in Steubenville or up at, uh, I, I, I think maybe he's at Vienna Matthews or something like that. Uh, but uh, he's still the head coach there, and he's 87 years old. So he'll be 88 because he's 15 years older than me. So
7: he's the
16: coach that hired me at Steubenville.
7: No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Hey, um, looking back, um, you you can't. You know, you've had so many great players. You, you, you're really one, like they say, you don't look back, you know, well, could have this kid done whatever, this team. When, when that season's over, you know, like somebody had commented, you're so loyal, your players are so loyal, you bring them back. But you truly move on. It's a new year, it's new players and a fresh start. I don't. Hey. You don't strike me as somebody is looking back in a, in a certain era and you must have been able to adapt with the changing game and the changing attitude of parents and kids. But yet kept your you know weathered all these storms and kept your kids on the same mindset, we not me that kind of stuff and and that 's probably something that never gets rated doug you know as a, yeah. far as a as a complement of a coach or a category the longevity and staying successful right, that right. consistency, consistency. That,
14: that yeah that's i think that 's one, one thing Reno's brought to the table here that uh, Uh, you can have a a consistency of excellence, uh, over a long, a long period of time. And, uh, you know, the, uh, that's, what's amazing because, you know, coaches, high school coaches get a different, different, uh, you know, makeup every year. Their team's different, you know, every year is different. And then you can't, uh, uh, deal with injuries and, uh, uh, eligibility things and transfers and all this. And, and so the, uh. You know, from one year to the next, but the consistency that uh, Reno's brought to uh, that Big Red program is amazing. I think, that, uh, I, I think the one thing that, that uh, a
16: lot of high school coaches, including myself, uh, <clears throat> get ready right for is uh, you know when kids leave the program and uh, it, you just you, you support them, I man. You know, like we have 17 kids playing in college right now, and two in the Canadian Football League, and. Uh, you back them as much as you can, but you owe. When this, when, when last season's over, you owe the 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders that you have right now, you owe them six years of your undivided attention. And when the season's over, then you look back and you, you try to help all your players all the time, but you owe the kids that, that are there right now. And to add to that, you owe the players that, that did what you asked them to do for six years, so you know, it's 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 not like uh, it's not like you're a nice guy helping out. You know, I feel like I owe these players, and uh, we owe these players all the support we can give them from the time they're in the seventh grade playing for us to when they die or you die.
15: And that uh, that that six years involves fifty eight home games, right, yeah. Coach? <laughs> doc, doc, doc told me, to ask oh, me
7: that. Oh, hey, Coach, <laughs> I'm <about> to, we're, <laughs> running, we're getting we're getting in. Some let Studentville go ahead. Uh, hopefully, my goal, my goal this <laughs> to have
4: sixty
5: okay, home. <laughs> <okay. right, right. laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to let Coach
7: course. Clark end this because well, he's, uh, he's one of yours up there.
15: So, so uh, I think what co- what Coach has done it all stems from his faith. He's a very faithful man. Not a lot of people know that about him. He talked about his family. He's got great family roots. He's very loyal to them. I remember when I was a freshman at Ohio U. They're playing basketball up there, and uh, I saw him after, uh, right before one of the games, after one of my practices. What are you doing? You got any money? I'm like, no, Coach McCall. is freshman, I don't have any money. Coach Sukhots reached in his pocket and gave me twenty dollars. He goes, here, go out and go get your buddy and your lunch. Was that Lisa? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cause he, yeah, um, but but that's the kind of guy he was. That Very good. giving. That was my last.
5: That was my last twenty. Uh, oh
15: call, no! Call JoJo and Dude. Call JoJo uh, and Dude. They, they have. Don't get. a
7: dude. Do, don't call JoJo yeah. <laughs> for
15: Well, uh, yeah, well another, that's the kind of guy Coach stuff. Really
14: well, is. another person I think we for, forgot to mention is uh, he has a wonderful wife. Oh yes, Patty is. <laughs> uh, Patty is super. I mean, she's in. Uh, If if Reno Reno is in the uh, uh, elite of college coaches, she's uh, in the elite of college coaches, or not college high school coaches. She's in the elite of high school college high school coaches' wives.
7: She still sit on the opposing stands. Uh.
16: Yeah, she's on the other side by herself. So you
7: still wear the towel, the white towel, coach?
16: I
15: don't know how that I
4: don't know how that started out. I don't,
14: know, I don't even know. Jerry Tarkanian. Like uh, John, John that Thompson. Well. John
7: Thompson, Jerry Tarcanian, yeah. One final one final thing on uh, Patty, she gave me one of the most amazing trivia that Hang on Sloopy was based on her aunt. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Said, yep. Is that right? Oh, yeah.
14: That's oh, yeah. a good trivia question.
7: Coach, you hear the music? Best of luck, great to hear from you. And I know you really like me, but thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for me. I it. We'll Hello. talk to you before the Mooney game. We'll Thank see you,
15: you, you Reno. You. <laughs> see you, guys. Hey, Pete. Doug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
14: know. I missed. I'll i I'll catch up next year. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Stand back door, man. All
7: right. You're welcome. This is the great Willie Dixon covered uh, "You Shook Me" by Led Zeppelin, who got sued uh, and successfully by Willie for.
15: That's right. A couple, a couple times.
0: Lange has
3: more on Friday's stabbing. Photos of the aftermath showing blood spatter on a wall and a chair, and rescuers lifting Rushdie's legs in the air. New York's governor, Kathy Hochul, praising the quick police response.
0: Here's an individual who has uh, spent decades uh, speaking truth to power. Rushdie has spent decades looking over his shoulder. That followed his 1988 book, The Satanic Verses, which led the leadership of Iran to issue a fatwa calling for his death. The warrant the Justice Department used to search former President Trump's home in Florida was made public Friday along with the list of items that were taken by federal agents, says ABC's Mary Bruce.
2: Now, listed in their receipts, agents said they found 27 boxes of government documents, including 11 sets of classified documents. Four sets of documents were marked top secret and one marked top secret SCI. That's a special classification reserved for some of the most sensitive national security information, the kind of intel normally viewed in a highly secure location.
0: Former president said he declassified the information, but the Justice Department's investigating violations of three separate criminal statutes. The House passed the $740 billion Inflation Reduction Act. It addresses climate change and health care, and Democratic Representative John Yarmouth said before the vote.
15: The American people are on our side. They want this bill. And today, in a huge victory for them, we will
14: send it to the president's desk to be signed into law.
0: The president says he'll do so next week. No Republicans voted in favor. You're listening to ABC News. Attention all
3: business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 877-25-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call
6: 877-25-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel.
3: Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 877-25-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 877-25-STEEL. That's eight seven seven two five seven eight three three five eight seven seven twenty five 257 8335 877-25-STEEL.
0: Fighting continues in Ukraine near a nuclear power plant, the largest in Europe. And that has led to ongoing concerns. ABC's Brit Klenet in Kyiv says Russian forces occupy the plant, but Ukrainian workers are still at the controls.
2: Just 80 miles of Kyiv, the
0: deserted Chernobyl plant, the site of the worst
2: nuclear disaster in history, an eerie reminder of what can go horrifically wrong.
6: Locals telling us they're worried history will repeat itself. Are you worried it will happen again?
5: Unfortunately, yes, regarding to the situation by the Paroje power plant.
0: There are now new questions about the deadly movie set shooting involving actor Alec Baldwin nearly 10 months ago. ABC's Will Carr has details from Los Angeles. After testing the firearm, the FBI concluding the gun, quote, could
3: not be made to fire without a pull of the trigger. Back in December, Alec Baldwin describing the moment he shot cinematographer Helena Hutchins.
13: I let go of the hammer of the gun, the gun goes off.
11: Baldwin adamant he never pulled the trigger. The trigger wasn't pulled, I didn't pull the trigger. The FBI
0: contradicting that account. Authorities contending testing showing the trigger had to have been pulled. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson publicly apologized for the first time to the women who've accused him of sexual misconduct during massage sessions. An independent arbitrator suspended Watson for six games, the NFL seeking a tougher penalty. This is ABC News.
3: Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward and master fifth-grade math. I can't do this. It's impossible. Uh, not you, Dad. Your daughter. Staples will help her move forward. Ah, right. Right now, Staples cop books and number two pencils are just 50 cents each. Plus, two-pocket paper folders are only 25 cents each. Everything on your list at amazing prices. Staples, we're not going back. We're going forward to school. And a 27
0: in-store only. Limit 30. Brian Clark, ABC News.
2: Coors Lights. You got it. Hey,
6: Mike. I need two Coors Lights. When oh, it tastes as cold as the Rockies, only Coors Light gives you refreshment every time. There you go. Thanks, Mike. You've done a great job. All right, two ice cold Coors Lights um that's the coldest beer i've ever had hey they don't call it the world's most refreshing beer for nothing okay be honest with me do you really have the rocky mountains in your beer cooler i don't believe it check it
5: out
10: Have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training, now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T. we will arrange a free introductory session and reach me at 412-298-9805 or... Send me an email to James T U Lawyer. That's James T I U Lawyer at gmail.com.
2: Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The law office of Paul Harris wants you to know you are someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights. Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most impressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris and Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. I just went down to get my band.
6: Higher grocery bills.
5: The worst inflation in for 40 years. Everything today is costing too much. Yet Joe Manchin is negotiating
9: From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your weekend. Look for sun and clouds for your Saturday. Temperatures in the upper 70s for daytime highs. Near 58 for the overnight low under partly cloudy skies. Clouds hold strong for your Sunday with a chance of a scattered shower. Temperatures near 76 for the daytime high. Have yourself a great day, everyone. From the Watchdog, I'm Darnell Foster. It's first, first, first.
7: watch.network.com We are back. That's Paul Rogers doing his great album Tribute to Muddy Waters, Born Under a Bad Sign Cream covered it in a fantastic way as well with Eric Clapton and uh, this is in honor of the Blues Fest. Um, we have Ross the Stunner Johnston on the board getting excited for the Blues Festival this afternoon. <laughs> Good Mike, Good evening. Mike Florak, the iconic Doug Huff, the <laughs> uniconic Brad Powell, the guardian <laughs> oh, of Shadyside. Ian's here and um, We're going to jump right in because that's a great story. Ian, share Brad Powell's mic. I want to talk about the feud between Stoops and Calipari in Lexington, Kentucky. Ooh. Uh, I'll let Ian tell it, but uh, go ahead. You told it last night, and there's even been more developments. We thought they were friends. Thought is the
11: operative word. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, Ooh, boy.
1: Calipari's in the Bahamas. Uh, we had a couple games down there. and um, Playing really well, by the way. Good team coming up. Uh, of course, very last year, we saw so it happen. But anyway, uh, he was talking about the facilities and said that he had stopped practice a couple days ago because there was a leak in the ceiling. Um, something about a 15-year-old facility. So he wants a brand-new facility uh, in the middle of campus. He wants state-of-the-art. He wants uh, the best nutritional program and sports science program in the country, which is very good. It'd be cool. Um, but his reasoning behind this was, uh, saying that we are a basketball school. This is in Alabama. It's not Georgia. Um, it's a basketball school and will forever be, no matter what. He said he knows our football team's had success. He wishes them 10 wins and whatever bowl game wins. But it's a basketball school. Stoops came out and he said, last time I checked, we played in the SEC. This is a football school Last four to five years we've had way more success in the postseason than the basketball Ooh. Game. Ooh. Uh, the winning
7: bowl games. Yeah. And
1: uh, <laughs> somebody and these are all tweets that he's retweeted and quoted and somebody tweeted a video of us upsetting Florida last year and he said, You're gonna tell me this is all only a basketball school? So we got some friction going on here. They I mean they are not friends, you can see it from social media. So my question is is where do you get the guts for Calipari to come out and say that after losing in the first round of St. Peter's last season? Well, I, even I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm a Calipari fan. I don't,
7: I'm going to piggyback on that. Oh, jeez. Uh, is from Carnegie, tough steel town. Now he should know better than to poke a steel, tough steel town guy, Coach Stoops. They should share that upbringing in the Rust Belt. You know, they're Stoops a little younger, but Calipari is about our age, I believe. Uh, I don't know why he would do that. Now, yeah, if he advanced to the Final Four, I could see him showing off. But I agree with you. We'll go around the board here. We'll start with, Co- with uh, Counselor Powell. Uh, I, you're an hour away from that. Um, you're a fan. Of, you know, Coach Stoops, Louis Matzakis down there. I like Calipari. I met him at the uh, CRC. Had a great time with him. Uh, your thoughts?
11: Kentucky is a basketball school. Yes. Period. However those comments were inappropriate. You want to combine the success of those two programs because it will just make the athletic department better and it will benefit your, your programs. It, that, those Are you
7: surprised after all these years? Is it, you think it's frustration out of Calipari for underachieving and Stoops overachieving? I'm sure that's it.
11: Probably because yeah. I think the Kentucky football program is gaining a lot of momentum from right. the sports and base and I will tell you, uh, I know your show has included these types of topics before, but Calipari is under tremendous stress. Not just to win 20 games, but to go deep into the tournament. And that's, you know, stress at the highest level in college basketball. Right. And, uh, you know, you live uh, only an hour away.
7: I know you get mad because I ignore you when I go down there, but I can tell you, the trips I've been down there, it Stoops this. Welcome to the Steakhouse of Bob Stoops. Mark Stoops is, is mm-hmm. there. The billboard's uh, I don't see and you live there. I don't see as much Coach Cal advertising on billboards and answering uh, uh, voicemails eat here that I do Coach Stoops now. Over the last three or four years is that imagination? I'm just not down there enough.
1: No, I mean you're probably right. But again, this is being good at football in Kentucky is, is relatively new. Icing on the cake. Yeah, it's right. a new thing. So, and I think just the state of Kentucky in general is excited about it because you already get enough stuff like. A, They already get trash talk for being Kentucky and not really being a part of the South And you're in the SEC conference. So what do you have to do to get some notoriety in the SEC conference? Your football team has to be good. Okay, so I think just right now, Kentucky fans are really excited uh, to have a good football team. And it just so happens that while this is going on, our basketball team hasn't been producing. So I think Calipari's gotten jealous. And I think he's thought that, you know, people have overlooked his success. Which is kind of true. I mean, he's got, I think, taken us to four Final Fours and a national championship win. So I understand his uh, frustration. but And I do think we need a better practice facility. But you just you went about it the wrong way. Doug,
7: you've been around. You've seen yeah. uh, basketball
1: high school, football yeah. high
7: schools, maybe some friction between coaches.
14: Yeah. What do you think? well calipari's remarks were inappropriate when I mean, you air your dirty linen out in public it's uh you know that's that's something behind closed doors if he, he wants to have some problems with that but i you know i just think it's uh, somebody mentioned stress on um on calipari, coach calipari and that's probably uh, rising now and and uh you know with the uh, the but, upset who was that but, real
7: small team that upset them this year we watched
14: st peters st. Peter's, yeah. st peters but uh yeah that's uh, things like that you know and but uh you know they're 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 under the same banner i mean they're <laughs> they're working for the same same school i mean uh you know you have to support uh if you don't want to publicly support them you definitely don't want to come out and trash somebody or knife them in the back or whatever and uh you know, that's uh, uh, nothing. Nothing good comes out of that. I mean, b- both programs are, you know, being damaged by the- by that stuff. So, but um, you know, I-, I-, I think, as I say, uh, it was inappropriate what-, what Coach Calipari said. And uh, you know, if he d- doesn't want to
13: support the football program, then keep his feelings to himself. So,
7: Ross, any thoughts? Different or
4: otherwise?
13: Uh, I think uh, Coach Calipari may have been one of those kids in grade school that got an unsatisfactory for getting along and playing. <laughs> or play, What is it? Playing and working well with others. He's yeah. from Township, Pennsylvania.
14: By the airport. Yeah,
15: yeah. Mike. I don't, um, I've got a different take on it. Go ahead. I got to know Cal a little yeah. bit when he came to speak at uh, our dinner, um, and I, I've observed him. And he is a master at public relations. Unbelievable genius. He's playing everybody right now. Yeah? Yep. He wants Here better on. things for his program. He doesn't care if he's at Kentucky oh, deep down inside. He knows he'll get a job tomorrow if they fired him at Kentucky today. He wants the best things in his program that he can possibly have resources across the board. And this is
14: how he's going about it. He saw, yeah. saw a chance of doing I, I don't think they'll fire him, but I don't think they'll fire him since he's got, what, a $12 million no, he, dollar buyout or some yeah. unbelievable yeah, I mean, amount of he
7: could have left. He could have left it as uh, a basketball school. He didn't have to add yes. the second part, we're yes. not a football school. He didn't have to add that part. Now I'm with you. I met Coach Calipari. I took him around. Um, great guy, despite what you said. I mean, sat and talked, asked me where to eat. Asked me yes. what was going on with the game. I games. thought he was a great guy. Yeah, and he's one of us. He's a yeah. Rust Belt guy. Yeah. But, again, sometimes, you know, you just stop your sentence. You know, we're known. He could have said we're known as a basketball school. Indiana would say that. Duke would say that.
15: Uh,
14: Kansas. But yeah.
15: if you're yeah. going to get publicity right now, what better way to
1: do it than to start a feud yeah. on social media? Yeah. He knows yeah. that. Yes.
7: All right, Ian's coming uh, in here. No,
1: no, no. You're, he's absolutely right. Yep. My only thing is, uh, when I, let's, let's take another example. When high state had all that success under Dad Mata as yeah. basketball with a basketball program, right? Uh, Trestle, he would come out and say that you know we're football and basketball school, we're right. all sports school and everything. It just it, to me could have been handled it. was it's saying it's two different personalities. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but <laughs> what he was saying, yeah. if, like what he was essentially saying, is even if. Uh, Kentucky were to win a national championship of football, we'd still be a basketball school. It's absolutely true. You just don't have to say it. I get what you're saying with the publicity, but already he can get whatever he wants at the University yeah. of Kentucky.
7: And, and I don't want to talk out of school because we've had a couple of the brothers on, um, but when all four of them were at the NBR, the most aloof, I thought, was Coach Stoops. Now, whether... He's that way, arrogant around campus. They're uh, still mad
15: because you stepped out of line you your bocce role. Right? No, Ronnie. Was, no, that's <laughs> that, that, that's yeah. all that was about. He, they were that's all on my team. They, they were all giving team. you the cold shoulder because you weren't being the coach. I had,
7: I had Mike and Ron on my side, Bobby and uh, Mark were on the other side. But he, he was good. I mean, me, went up not talk, we. Me, not, not
15: we. He right, right, has the bocce, too. All them. right. So yeah.
7: moving on, we got some exciting things coming up. But I'm glad to say I do have a, hopefully lined up, a, a pit player in a couple of weeks from the 70s era till I confirm and I'll say his name, and I have a WVU player from the 80s era to talk about uh, what that's going to mean to him as far as uh, up and coming. Um, uh, any, any controversies in the NFL or NCAA yet before I re- read my tweet, 131?
15: We got yesterday. a daily
7: dose of Browns garbage, didn't we? Yes, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was surprised... Um, I did not know that Master Teague, one of the great change of pace backs in our history, is signed with the Steelers mm-hmm. now. I didn't know that. I'm happy for Apparently him because he got a great practice yesterday.
11: Yeah.
15: Yeah. Great name. He ran
14: over yeah. yeah. Where's he from, Tennessee?
7: He's from yeah, not, so, somewhere in the south because he turned from down I think Georgia. I he's Tennessee, yeah. So,
15: so that's another concern I always have about the Steelers is now we've got a marquee running back as Tom yeah. going to run his wheels off too? you got to have somebody else. I hope Master Teague has something. Yeah, Benny Snell has not been the guy no, I thought he
4: would
13: be. Yeah, it was a concern last year.
15: He's not quick enough to, to be a, a scout back type of guy, and he, he's not strong enough to be uh, a power
13: runner. So, if, if Nausea yeah, gets as many carries la- next this year as he did last year, he's not going to last.
15: He's in trouble, and Tomlin's never realized that. He ran the wheels off of Le'Veon Bell. And got hurt, and they lost that playoff game and had it one of their best teams under Tomlin when they got beat by a Baltimore right. 14 or 15, I don't remember which one it was. Uh,
7: you're, while we're on the NFL, give us your take on your Bengals.
11: They're going to be good.
15: Uh, with Joe Burrow. For the next
11: 15 years. With Joe <laughs> Burrow. All they need is <laughs> alignment. You better, better believe it. <laughs> yeah, they're developing. They, they picked up some players, but um, as long as their defense can remain confident because again, you and I have talked about this many times, it's it's all about the defense three and outs what
7: he has Good. got, I mean you look at Peyton and all the advertising he did mm-hmm. and uh, the NFL still doing it Joe must be like a god down there
11: he, he is and uh, I, we have a mutual friend and he tells me that he is the hardest worker on the team the other players respect him he's the first one in, the last one out he mixes it up um, Tom Brady. Yeah. Not, not only that, but he he grew up in Athens. Little so Athens County. Yeah. We, we have a lot of
15: mutual friends, and they said like he you guys share mutual
7: up. friends. Like you two really have friends. They have friends that you may know. <laughs>
15: mutual. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to scrape up all the friends. You know, 17 years of coaching, you start losing friends. But <laughs> but, but uh, they said he will challenge like any of the other guys. Like the offensive lineman, he'll go to. I can lift weight, more weights than you. There was a guy I guess they grew up with. It was like this Bando kickboxer. He was always saying, "I'll, I'll kick your butt." I'll kick. You know, that's he's like that hyper competitive. That, and you were talking about how competitiveness is that important in a quarterback. And and on top of all his physical attributes, he's that much of a
11: competitor. So the Bengals are going to be great for the next fifteen years. And, Look out. And, and what I've heard most importantly. Is he is a better person?
7: Yes. i uh, yes. getting, yeah. getting ready to say yes. Brown, uh, Paul's son, is probably about 82, 83 now. I'd imagine, maybe older. Mike Brown is eighty three. Yeah, yeah. He is he calling all the shots, or is he delegated? Finally,
11: I, I, my understanding is that his daughter and son-in-law
7: are the. Is that a good thing? Can't get much worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're well, the wrong side of George, George Hallis's <laughs> uh, daughter. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I so. will say
11: it worked out last year. How's that?
7: Okay. All right. Uh, we have a high state Notre Dame coming up. Yeah. Um, certainly, um, Marcus Freeman has given the high state a ton of locker room fodder. <laughs> uh, just a ton. I mean, it's almost like when he let the cat out of the bag, he needed to shut up, but he kept going.
15: You know what he's doing? He's taking the pressure and the focus off of his team, letting him go play the game and putting the pressure on himself.
7: Well, I mean, but he was a little out of line a month or two ago about talking about academics. You know, he's a Coach Trestle disciple. You know, basically said there was a special club. They got special privileges. He was one of them <laughs> uh, under Trestle. You know, uh, Brad, you that, want to comment that? And that happens on? at no other institution. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Sponsor. Well, it doesn't happen to Notre Dame, which is fine. Okay? We all know the We team. know that. Yeah. Yep,
13: that's right. Yeah. Uh,
7: you know, I, I'm just amazed by that. And then you have um, the team up north, this coach. Did you read that email? Yes, I did. Just basically giving High State all this locker. They're not tough. We're going to do the for the first time when two in a row since nineteen eighty ninety nine and ninety eight and just trash in a high estate. Uh, was it a writer or, or coach? Coach, right? Coach. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, you know, this is not something you don't need to poke that bear. Okay. I mean, you, it, yeah. in the day, Harbaugh they dislike each other tremendously. Whether <laughs> the Bo Woody, we knew they disliked during that scene, but they were best friends. Well, yeah, before they and do, after. Yeah. But these two, I mean. What is it? Is it social media? People feel they say, look at me, me, me. To keep that stuff, yeah. like you said.
14: Yeah. So far, yeah. yeah.
11: You know, all I'm going to say, I want to give a shout out to my family who is listening <laughs> to the show, including my sister, Sean, from Florence, Kentucky. But despite my my family members, <laughs> the only thing important in my life is November 26, 2022. Remember <laughs> the, <laughs> date. <laughs> <laughs> He's <got> the date. <laughs>
5: 1066, the Battle of Hastings.
11: <laughs> that's a Coach Tressel
13: quote. Gee, I wonder who they play that day. gee. What you're seeing there is contain rage,
7: see? You contain rage, you're seeing it. Where do you see them on that day? You guys should
15: all come up to the tail while it's <laughs> over. So <new. I> mean, <laughs> do you, you start, have, Brad, do you start pacing
13: the floor on Thursday? Uh, <laughs> Way you
15: you more, more than, than that. that. Wednesday? When you put that molar gear on with that
11: big blue and gold M on, I would you know? never wear anything with an M that didn't have molar. Yeah. Still out. Yeah. I was at a game
7: once, Richrod's <laughs> last high state Michigan game uh on the road. So we're walking to John Sazeski, Gizzle's tailgate. In yeah, John. I'm John. Yeah, I and know John. We're walking there and I noticed Brad, you know, just taking deep breaths, deep breaths, you know, and I'm like, What's wrong with you? Just I, I just wanna prepare myself <laughs> if any of these Michigan A holes come up that I'm not going to punch them. I'm trying to do some <laughs> transcendental meditation. Oh, I thought he was like having a heart attack. Just you know, like I said, you know I said, What? He goes, Now you gotta get up there and goes, I, I gotta I can't at my age I can't be punching people. You, you better know? take security
14: with you when yeah, you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, So uh,
7: uh, and he and you were at that game. You were at that game. And um, but so who's all coming to the Marajan tomorrow? Uh, the Phoenician
11: all okay. of my entire family, except for Alex, who was coincidentally in Denver this
7: week. Carrie coming? She's here. Well, she's so much nicer and kinder than you, and uh, intelligent. I
11: disagree on all three.
13: Okay. <laughs> what Seems about better looking? <laughs> That's why we're on radio. So, That's how I got here. Yeah, we we all have the faces <laughs> for radio. We, we faces got a for couple radio. Couple
7: minutes left. Anybody like to see my tweet? Read my tweet. Uh, one-third by 131 Power 5, non-Power 5 again, or no?
15: I liked. It. I thought you did a great job on that.
7: Well, what I did was I looked it at it some again time.
15: and I felt yeah.
7: bad that the only two demotions to Power 5 from or Group of 5 to Power 5, whatever, was Wake Forest and Georgia Tech. So what I did, I basically put them in the SEC East, which is basically the ACC in Georgia and, and Florida and stuff like that, and they have a twenty six team, whereas the other, the Big Ten and the Scrap twelve have twenty four. Um, the the only thing I would ask is on my scrap twelve West, I was between the I had one spot to move a group of five up. Uh, and by the way, it's all coming to fruition, uh, the talk that we've talked about at my was the Stanford coming over, the Washington, Oregon, despite what cough said, uh, Big Ten has been petitioned pretty much in a lot of writers are now saying this is the creation of super conferences, the money the NBC deal um, NBC, I'm sorry um, Fox and CBS, they kicked ESPN out yeah. you saw, and that means the ESPN, ABC is now going to be the SEC and this and this is all not primarily catered to Notre Dame but you could see Swarbrick Notre Dame, Stanford coming in, NBC hey, we're going to give you money for every Notre Dame game now, not just the home games. Um, but go ahead, Brad, you got your hand
11: raised. I, I have a question for you because I, I did hear, I was listening last week and I, I heard your uh, classifications, but what I, I was not clear to me as when you prepared this, what were you actually looking at? I mean, why were you, hold on. That's a good question. Why, why were you not just classifying or putting certain teams in, certain conferences, but what what was the end game?
7: Okay, everything has to have a template. Okay, so how I got started is knowing the Big Ten with the USC, UCLA. So I went on my basic template, the assumption that four other teams are going to come from the Pac-12, from the rumors, and that's where I laid it down. And I kept everybody in their conferences, like, could I move WVU to Big Ten because of regionality Sure. But I also went on the assumption that the Power 5 teams are going to stay put and then not be kicked out should the A- – I'm also based on the ACC and the Pac-12 pretty much imploding because they can't keep up with the money in the NIL and all that other stuff. So I had to move group of five into the scrap 12. They are already taken four, UC, UC, UCF, Houston, and so on and so forth, um, Cincinnati, and BYU. So then that was the one I had to decide on Group of Fives moving up to complete a 2014. I did 24, not 32. uh,
11: And I I, I did hear that. But what I'm at, my question is a little more simple than that. (coughs) Why did you start with the process of having three major
5: conferences?
7: Oh, because I can't see with the grant of rights, with ACC, them (coughs) being happy with all the money going elsewhere, and the Pac-12 is just going to implode. And I can't see the Pac-12 and the ACC. Maybe they would form a, a coast-to-coast conference. Maybe they would. What about the Big 12? The Big 12, I call it the scrap 12 I kept the eight teams that would remain, plus their four editions. Aren't
11: they the weakest out of all?
7: Well, yeah, they don't have a marquee yeah. name. They don't. But you got to yeah. do so. I figured they're going to be the streaming darling of Amazon or whatever.
11: Well, yeah. I'm not criticizing. I'm just no, trying no. to it, figure out how.
7: It's not gospel. It's just me. And, uh, by the way, the last team, um, I was between Tulsa – Uh, SMU, Colorado State and Utah State, I needed an Air Force and the reason I left SMU where they were is because in the group of five it's an all Texas side all Texas and Louisiana so I put Tulsa in there, I first had Colorado State I thought there might be a cut above Utah State. I thought about the Air Force, but they've been down. But I, I had nowhere else to go. That was my
15: only question. SMU deserves to be in, in there somewhere because they, they they been so, they've been so used to paying I, people. I, I could this, <laughs> this, none of this is this down anyway. Yeah, they started. The, they yeah.
11: started really the first <laughs> NIL payroll. Yeah, yeah they. <laughs> Tulsa
7: the could easily slip down into that group of five, Texas side, Texas Louisiana side, and put SMU. I, I'm back and forth on that. But they were just basic templates. But where,
11: where are you getting at in terms of national champion playoffs, bowl okay, games? Okay,
7: that's a good one. I've obviously, I advocate for, even now, regardless, a group of five playoffs uh, based on the FCS 16 teams. You know, they, they shouldn't, you know, the fluke of UC getting in last year is not going to happen anymore. I'd like to see an expansion. The only reason I put divisions is for regionality. So the, it works out with the Big Ten where you can take Wisconsin, Nebraska, Iowa, all that stuff, Minnesota, and combine them with the four teams, six teams coming in from the Pac-12. So mm-hmm. in a way, they could play each other a little bit shorter time where you don't have to worry about USC coming across to Rutgers to play uh, mm-hmm. soccer. So I did a little bit of logic on that, and, that you know, and put the SEC East, basically an ACC-driven division, where they could travel around, not have to worry always about going to Texas, which isn't that far anyways for Clemson. And, and the
11: reason I'm asking you this, Dr. Georges, is, is I do agree with or just you. for fun. No, I think it should be serious. I don't know why you think it's for fun. <laughs> well, I think I'm right. I'm not saying you're not. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out because I agree with you. Yeah. I think there should be six teams in the playoffs. Eight teams is too much. Great. And you're right. Alabama playing anybody else is not going to be a fun You UC game.
7: gave them a nice game, and they were fourth. Could you imagine playing the eighth-ranked team that uh, Alabama would have done?
11: So, in line with what you're saying on these three mega-conferences, how are you proposing to get them to some championship I don't procedure? think you can
7: guarantee a third one an automatic playoff spot. Not yet, and there's no marquee names unless Notre Dame and... Oregon all decide to go to the Big. What's currently the Big Twelve? I think you would see four teams from the SEC and maybe or three and three from the Big Ten slash Fox Network. Just too much talent there. Particularly, I don't see Clemson and FSU going over to the Big Twelve. Maybe they would,
11: but then you're right back. To that. That's my point. This is going to be. TV generated money. And, and
15: that's why there's the potential mm-hmm. there for eight an 8 or 16 team playoff. Right. It's all going to blow it out to yeah.
5: the television world.
7: Well, listen, we're mm-hmm. coming up to the end of the uh, this segment. We have one more to go. Uh, we're still celebrating the Blues Fest and the OVAC Hall of Fame banquet. Get down there. There's one of Ian's favorite. All right, Burnside.
5: It's bad, you know. <laughs>
6: King beer. Forest Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. With great beer comes great responsibility.
2: Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation,
5: 304-232-5300.
10: You have ever wanted to get in shape and get all the physical and mental sharpness that comes along with boxing training? Now you can do it in a safe, clean, and supervised location with an experienced boxing trainer. Team Pair Fitness from Morristown, Ohio is offering boxing training now. If you are interested, you can contact me, James T.U., or we'll arrange a free introductory session. You can reach me at 412-298-9805 or send me an email to James T.U. Lawyer. That's James t i u Lawyer at gmail.com.
8: A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your work. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law, this we we'll represents seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com.
5: Like to help. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold your most store the home depot? we give you over 10,000 raisins. And some of the authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one, and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers, and you'll find service from
9: I'm Darnell Foster with a look at your local weather forecast for your weekend. Look for sun and clouds for your Saturday. Temperatures in the upper 70s for daytime highs. Near 58 for the overnight low under partly cloudy skies. Clouds hold strong for your Sunday with a chance of a scattered shower. Temperatures near 76 for the daytime high. Have yourself a great day, everyone, from the Watchdog. I'm Darnell Foster.
5: First of all.
7: Back to the final segment of the sports title. That was uh, Blues Fest uh, weekend, and don't forget about the AC Hall of Fame banquet. That was the great Coco Taylor, the late great Coco Taylor, doing "Wang Dang Doodle." And those of you who remember the Blues Brothers 2000 or whatever it was, she had a guy can't sang at the end. Fantastic uh, song, fantastic singer, Queen of the Blues she was called. And I'm very happy that I thought of this. I kept saying I, I don't have a woman singer on with the blues. And uh, Powell harassed me about Jeff Beck all week. I have no idea. <laughs> we share a birthday together. I love Jeff Beck, and I had a blues song penciled in right. for him, and just to jack him. But then I didn't think he was coming, so I kicked Jeff Beck uh, a <laughs> superstition to put in Coco Taylor. And if you have a disagreement with that, I, I'm very s- sad to hear.
13: Duet there with uh, Willie Dixon. Sorry, man.
7: Yeah. But uh, we had a very interesting attack on one of us uh, on each other uh, <laughs> initiated, uh we might as well go around there, the right? table you are wvu Notre Dame first in football ross right you know, wvu second okay right you, you and then them. in basketball it's
13: wvu basketball right, right. only i
7: right, got it uh, brad powell lives and bleeds Ohio high in everything uh myself as well Doug Huff has been called on the carpet by a, don't <laughs> you know, what you call him. And uh, so he's not confused with Cal Pocus, who was a woody, woody uh, hater. Uh, Doug is, you know, Brad quizzed him about his loyalties and WVU, and he didn't want to say he didn't like Pitt, but he got it out that he did. <laughs> now, the only enigma in this group is um, Mike Florak, in that he grew up a Pitt fan, his father inundated him as being a Pitt fan, as I did with uh, Ian growing up with a high state, not the Browns, but then sadly he became a Browns fan. I Hate to see him go, what I went through. Mike <laughs> <So, and> <laughs> said I was a, all a high state. You know, after Jim Tressel had him at Youngstown State, he admitted that he is Jim Tressel slash a high state, which is perfectly fine. And anybody who knows Jim Tressel and wouldn't follow him to the ends of the earth, um, and whether he coached Tiddlywinks is fine with me. The issue I have is the Notre Dame that he's now switched allegiance to. So some of you older guys, uh, and I know, I think uh, I think it was Evan Blankenship, that, no, it was uh, Ballard, when he was on, said, you know, I'm not with the school that, you know, you don't root for Michigan if it can help High State out in the Big Ten, basketball or football. And I said, well, I am. I said, I grew up in the Woody Hayes era, and uh, you just never root for that team up north, and you don't root for Notre Dame, but if – you, the only time you root well, for Notre Dame. Why ba- not Notre Dame? Okay, uh, just the, the, between Notre Dame the, the, and the annoying fans, but we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get to that. It's just a matter of Notre Dame. It's just like the Ducators. I don't hate Notre Dame. Okay, it's the Ducators. It's the t- New England, yeah. Belichick, radio. It's just one of those things. You have that center of excellence. And uh, so and then you root for Notre Dame when they play Michigan. Well, when I lived in Pittsburgh for three years, and my friend was Italian, big Pitt guy, still is, Said same thing up here. We don't root for Penn State or Notre Dame, and the only time you're a true Fit fan, you vote for root for Notre Dame is when they're playing Penn State. Now, you're you're a study. You're, you can you can flip me um, and your father as well. Uh, so I would like. No, my dad's all pit.
15: Yeah, he's all pit And my wife. Well, w- I, G- I want you to ask so him how. So it's a good thing I got rid of that pit all well, the pit stuff yeah. before I married. You. You're you're. I'd
7: like to know your dad's thoughts on Notre Dame. <clears throat> Pitt Notre Dame. He's not a big Notre Dame fan okay. at all. Well, good. He, I, I have a lot there. of respect. I d- <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not a Notre Dame man. I like anybody from the from yeah. the uh, mid Midwest routine. I mean, I root for Boston College. You know. Go ahead.
11: What does it mean that my dad is not a Is he a fan
13: or not? It no, <laughs> means not. he's not. He's not. I said, not at all. It means he's, he's not. Not at all. It means he's not a hater. So he's he's all Pitt. And then
15: he's uh, got a little bit of Ohio State. And that's what – I don't understand, like, how the, the Pitt-Ohio State fans. Now,
7: trust. they had a thing they came don't. out this week, the most annoying fan base. Okay. <laughs> Ohio State <laughs> was number one. Goes on down. I think Notre Dame was three. Uh, Alabama was two. I don't know. What as it right. should kind be. Kind of Ohio State should be number okay. one. I, did, I, I have no issue with that rating because I've seen the good and bad and the ugly with high State. Because a
15: lot of them are Browns fans. Yeah. And well, you're like uh, the most tame Browns fan, I think. Well, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame, it, Notre Dame it,
7: it, Notre brain, is the so. most annoying fan base. Really? Wait, wait. I'll get you. Now, Alabama to me is too – I listen to a lot of sports talk. I hear these guys calling. But they they don't have to apologize because they put it on the field. They're allowed yeah. to be annoying. Okay. Ten, I think I had Penn State three, I had a high state four, Tennessee five, okay, yes, a Tennessee since they've gotten worse, their fans have even Vichich admits it. They have, their fans have gotten worse. They ran Shiano out of town and everything else before he had a chance. They're idiots down there, you know. They had USC up there Well, USC done they were they were annoying when they were on top, but they yeah. weren't anymore. All right, you're itching. Go ahead, tell me your ranking. <laughs>
11: <laughs> this is a sports talk show supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> expert, you, know you, know, you know better than that. How <laughs> in the world can you not include Michigan as the most annoying thing? They were referred. I've traveled, and as you have, right. all over the I've, country, um, I, I, the different teams.
7: If I say that, to me, they're the worst.
11: They're the worst. Okay. But then everybody <laughs>
7: says, I'm out. So I'm trying to – they're, they're beyond the worst.
13: It's kind of like the Playboy um, – most party school rankings when yeah. WU wasn't they in the top 25 really and they bad. said, we only rank amateurs. We're not rating players. <laughs> we don't rank professionals with <laughs> amateurs. Michigan
15: has gotten a serious dose of humble pie in the last, whatever, 20 years from Ohio State. And they have nothing to be that obnoxious about. but no. Am I no. right I can, or
4: wrong? I agree.
7: Yeah, I agree. Right. like Tennessee, okay? Uh, I found LSU fans extremely annoying, okay? They had Texas on the list. I thought Texas –
11: The best.
7: They're the great – not the Texas best. Texas has but, great uh, fans. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why that would be on the list. I couldn't – Auburn was on the list and Texas A&M. <laughs> I've had no contact with their – so I took them out because I've never had any contact. I know the best. I mean, Oklahoma, Texas, Nebraska, Iowa, just fantastic fans in the middle. What about what about
14: the southern schools like Florida State and Miami and Clemson, seems, Clemson, Georgia? Florida, Florida seems
7: very – I had Clemson on my list. Florida seems very annoying to me. Um, Go ahead. We a a championship game. Go ahead.
11: I, I, I Why do you raise your hand? Because I need permission to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it, with success comes annoying fans, and it's not yeah. the fans who are like us who have this long you know, time loyalty. It's the newcomers. It's it's the uh, the, 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 the fans. Grou- groupies. The groupies. The wannabes. Wannabes. After the success. And yeah. they're the ones who get drunk and get in fights and are jerks. You forget, you know, one of the all-time most obnoxious fans, the University of Miami. Yep. They oh, at the time. S- oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't spell scum oh, without the U. They're yeah. The 80s and 90s, God, yeah. you know, they were horrific. Uh, I went to that national championship game. They were horrific before the game. Excellent. They point. didn't say anything uh, after the game. But, again, I, I, I can tell you there's no one that comes – close to michigan <laughs> and, and even last year after they beat us they, i love they, it they, they beat us um and they, they beat, beat us counted in yes. the trenches and, and and they were instead of being appreciative and just happy for themselves they were in our face so i go up in 2009 the same year with uh Ange and my daughter uh we go up and these kids called her a whore now you would think i would have FCC <laughs> alert. We knew we'd have one. <laughs> Reno disappointed. I but, think that's okay. the thing is, that's them. I told my daughter, that just means they're giving you attention. That's just the way they do it. And, and I don't condone that type <laughs> were of problem. you
7: Were you physically and, and present when this uh, expletive deleted? Oh, I just
11: told her ignore it. You I didn't go didn't, after the Not question? at all. Because wow. it wasn't personal. It wasn't personal. What? That's Your true. daughter took it personal, and I know no, what she, she would have done if she, she had a chance. She did in the stands. I thought she did. <laughs> <If Dave was laughs> I remember. This Good for her. I've seen Ohio State's uh, bad ugly, side. the ugly side of it. Yeah, yeah. and and it, it disgusts me. It is. It yeah. should.
15: But but in Cincinnati, there's there can't be too many Michigan fans
11: in Cincinnati, you are there? Mm-hmm. They have infiltrated all aspects. Of they're, they're not as bad as they, they used, used to be. <laughs> um, That's true. Um, a lot of Notre fans are coming.
15: back Michigan's the deep state of college. Yes. Athletics. Yes. Wow. You know, you bring
7: up you know a point. The, that's what they should rate. The the more they lost, Michigan and Tennessee, the more annoying and worse their fans are. Like, USC fans have gone off the radar. They haven't had much to root about. Miami fans have gone off the radar. They haven't had anything. But these two mm-hmm. teams irritate the hell out of me because they. You, I hear them on the radio. What they're insane. Michigan, Tennessee and Michigan. T- Tennessee and Yeah. And uh, where would you put now? You know, I've seen Doug... You know, you've seen it more than oh, I have. Yeah. I've seen some pretty obnoxious behavior by oh, WVU fans. Oh yes, I mean, you know. yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I bet Doug and I both
13: know the words to "Sweet Caroline." <laughs> 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 See, that's, that's right. You can't that's go right. Back
15: to how can you have Neil Diamond being your? Or, uh, how can you have him being your fight song? It,
13: it's, it's not their fight, fight song. Practice. It's not their fight song. It's it's the Oriental Pit song. Oh, uh, man. Like, that's.
15: I mean, kind of, you're going to get fired up over that song. Where did that come from?
13: Uh, that's, a, that's,
15: I don't that's why I can never go back to Pitt until that song goes on. on I I agree
7: on. with you. It's not like or Sandman or Hang On Face? Sloopy yeah. or Renegade. I, 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 I or even Money Money with the yeah. new. Yeah. Thing, you know, well, you know, you know
13: give the state the W credit. They don't play that song during any of the games. Yeah. I, I, They're I, I, not. It's a barroom song yeah, where yeah. you yeah. shout the expletives yeah. against the Pitt in the, the middle. You know what I mean? So. They, country roads is their song, oh, and, yeah, they is, af- yeah. and they play it. And they play it after the game.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
13: yeah,
15: And and renegades the top fight song. We're talking.
7: We're
15: we're talking.
7: Well, it's your opinion. We're talking. Uh, <laughs> we're we're talking. A question for councillor Powell. High estate has two official fight songs, a state certified official rock song, and hang on, Snoopy, But a other song that they play when they do the script, Ohio, cross the field. Buckeye Battle Cry, and Le Regiment. Of those three, what is your favorite?
11: If you want to see me cry after we beat Michigan when the team sings across the field, that gets me
7: every time. Okay, I'm Le Regiment
11: guy. I get all fired up pregame with that. I really do.
7: all right, just wanted to that's interesting. Nobody wants to see you cry. Right? No that's us not good. For Le anybody. Regiment, that's
13: mostly percussion, right?
7: No, that's the one they do the script on. It. It's a mili- French military song. For okay. It. French, French Defil- National defile, whatever that means. Huh. Yeah. And that's
13: the one they when they do the script? That's correct. That's correct. Great football tradition. Yeah.
7: And all right, so we, 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 what have we learned today, as like to say? We, like, we understand that all have – has. Outside of his – that's another thing. You, you wear Penguins, Pirates, Steelers.
15: It's It has to be pit. You've got to get over Notre Dame.
13: <laughs> no, don't. I want it gone. <laughs> don't.
15: I, I, you got to talk to my wife. Uh, that was This is back in the day. Of the, I shed the pit thing before I married a West Virginia grad, So she, would, she yeah. might
13: Mikey, have uh, you been to Notre Dame game? I've not been to a game. You, I've been on you, campus. You, you need to go. You need to go to a game. I've been to a press box. I had someone come <laughs> – Complaining earlier this week that Notre Dame was like in the top ten rankings for tailgates, and they they're laughing. I'm like, have you ever been? No. And I said, well, they put up tents and have bands in the tents. That's how big the tent the tents are. So it's a pretty good tailgate. It's just it's we're not throwing whiskey bottles at the opposing bus. (laughs) (laughs) Brad
7: Powell has an excellent tailgate called the Happy Place. I
11: would not consider uh, Notre Dame having the top ten tailgates, but I would say it's. Probably the best game day experience yeah. sure. for religious yeah. purposes, and I, that's that's R- overwhelming when you when you go to their campus. I I don't think they're obnoxious at all. I really don't. I, oh, you
7: don't know how annoying they are. You have no idea. You have no idea. We were very welcome in their heyday, up to Lou Holtz. Now not as much since it's they've taken on the chin, but it was so hard. It was hard to be around or here. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it was hard, and that you know the WVU oh, championship yeah.
14: thing. You know, oh WVU yeah, that was called, brutal. You know? Yeah, uh,
7: but uh, I think Pitt's got a great team coming back. They're stacked they on defense. Yeah, they get uh, Slovis. They carted off the field this week. I don't know the extent of it. And, and I like Narduzzi.
15: Nordu- yeah, of course. He, you know, of course, because his dad and the Youngstown yeah. and I think he's a good coach. And now yeah. they, they, they should be happy that they got a 9-3 a and three guy every year. Uh, yeah. Like they, When they got rid of Wani, Wani's a Pittsburgh guy, 9-3 and three every year. I mean, that was a bad mistake. Yeah.
7: So, um, well Ross is on the phone, we'll keep chattering. Got a few minutes left. Um, uh, what else? What else can we talk about in a couple minutes?
15: Well, we got pro pro footballs on. There,
7: yep.
14: I'm yeah,
15: we, I, I'm, I'm
7: actually going to the Steeler game tonight. I, are you, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm actually <laughs> expecting Trubisky to have a huge year. Okay. I really can am.
15: Can I ask a
11: question? Yes. I, don't get, I don't get much. <laughs>
15: are, are you Steelers or Bengals? Oh, Steelers. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
7: Steelers.
11: <laughs> um, What are we looking at with this quarterback battle?
15: Well, I think I think right now all the all the. Uh, publicity about Mason Rudolph looking the best of oh. the three of them is to pump up his trade value. Yeah. That, that's true. Right. That, Great practice player. I well, I think right. they're trying to pump up his trade value. I think it's gonna come down to tr- Trubisky. That's what they're saying. That's what everyone's talking about. It's how well how good Mason Rudolph has looked.
4: Yeah.
15: Um, but every year but, yeah, but yeah. I think I think you you don't go pick a guy in the first round and you don't watch him every day for five years not being sold that he could be your guy. So Trubisky, I think, is going to have a thin
7: line. He's got all the mistakes. tools, I think, sitting. Yeah. I think he was unfair. Well, A, he should never have left Fedora's program after one year quarterbacking. Right. Another Correct. year is fine. And then the Bears trade up for him. Everybody says, Mitch, you, what are we trading up five <coughs> spots for? So he goes Very to the Very athletic Bear. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got ride to ride the bench in Buffalo, a nice system, I believe. Yes. He's, he's from Mentor. He should have a nice local following. Uh, mentors an hour from Pittsburgh, maybe an hour. And, and those
15: Bears teams that he got to the playoffs twice were not exactly loaded. No.
7: Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm expecting he watched and learned, maybe what he needed to do another year in North mm-hmm. Carolina. And um, with that, uh, Ross, can we hear heard it on the X one more time?
13: Just one more time and the,
7: and the one, Just, today, and I know that Brad Powell and Mike are ZZ Top haters, but that's our station. That's our. So
13: team. I should take away the Sweet Caroline I had queued up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 I want to thank Ryan, Brad, and Brad, and Mike, Steven. I
7: want to thank Coach Tennant
5: and <laughs> Coach Scott and thank you for calling in. And we'll see you all next week. Very exciting time.
6: those AFL Houston Oilers. It was a big reason why the Oilers made back-to-back AFC championship games in the late 1970s. Alvin Bethay was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2003. Thanks for listening to The Game Before the Money. Please visit TheGameBeforeTheMoney.com.
5: So, you know, I don't think